Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 14 of No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. Y'all are looking crazy like that's not us. <laughs> like, <laughs> who are these people? <laughs> what are they doing here? <laughs> Fuck these guys. Get away from my table. I'm in the wrong room. Hey, that's not <laughs> I'm Harry. in the wrong room. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you supposed to be? What room are you supposed to be in? I don't know. Not this one. Uh, this week is the build-up to E3 2018. There's been some stuff leaked already, though. Uh, new Fallout's coming. Sonic Team Racing. Did we get a, fur, a full name on that? Is it... Is it is it definitely Sonic Team Racing? I don't know. Sonic Tag Team we Racing? We probably did. Uh, a new Dead or Alive game, the sixth version of that, uh, to be exact. And Just Cause 4. There's also a couple strong rumors, like Fortnite for Switch and Metal Wolf Chaos finally coming west. That's the Xbox shooter. Uh, we're also, we've also been playing a ton of games that we'll catch you up on. My name's Richard Bergman. I'm joined by Russell Bergman. No reservations. That's offensive. Cesar Concepcion the second. I, I have nothing to follow that up with. Have you never seen Cigar Store Indian Seinfeld mm-hmm. episode? No. <laughs> I have. You've seen it? I have seen that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand any of the references. Really? Yeah. I, I, it's You've been a while. I've mildly I've seen it. a lot of Seinfeld ones, but I'm not sitting there like recanting them off top okay, of Okay, that's head. one of the yeah, best no, ones. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. I don't, yeah, I don't remember them. I mean, if you like showed it. it to me now, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, Show it to same. me now. All right, Cigar Show Store Indian is required. what you got. It's required. Uh, no podcast material. <laughs> yeah. Show me what you got. Who else is here? It's Michael McLeod. How are it's you, It's me. Sir? Hello. That's, That's all it. you get from me. Yeah. Hello. All right, guys. We've been playing games. It's been two weeks since our last uh, live recording. Our E3 prediction special went up uh, as I was on the West Coast. I got some West Coast notes to add. West Coast, left coast. West Coast is the best coast. So we've been playing games. What have you guys been playing? Who wants to lead off? Oh, wait, first we have a question. Question. You guys like the random stuff. All right, do we want to start with one and do that one and then end with another one? Yeah, we can. Start with the random one first, maybe. No, I was going to say the, the other one. Start first. with the random one or the one you've been thinking of? Yeah. I we did no a pre-production. Idea. You pick. How about that? Flip a coin. Favorite film. That's the one we talked about in pre-production. Mm-hmm. All right. This is part of our... Uh, we have dozens of listeners at this point, so we appreciate you guys. And you want to know the No Podcast crew some more. So what is your favorite film? We're going to start with Michael. Oh, God. So my favorite film... You don't have to go. We can, we can do something. No, that's fine. I got, I got mine. Right. I had, it actually was kind of tossing up between two, but okay. um, one may run into his because I'm a big Star Wars fan. But I'm going to go not Star Wars, and I'm going to go with uh, The Highlander. It's mm. my favorite movie. There can only be one. There can only be one. Is that your pick? Yeah, and that's, <laughs> that's my pick, yeah. Christopher mm. Lambert... Uh, Sean Connery. I love all the Highlander films. Maybe not two and three so much, actually, but uh, Endgame, and I even like The Source, even though it was kind of pooey. And I love the TV show as well. So okay, you think that best? Yeah, it's a good answer. Yeah, it's a great movie. You can watch it over and over and over. It's a great. Well, not over and over and over, but I watch it about once a year. So pretty good. Yeah, it's a great movie. So sorry, you want to go next, Russell? My favorite film will be the OG Blade Runner. OG Blade Runner mm. still on my list of shame. Great and I bought oh, the Blu- man. I bought the Blu-ray collection. You need to get it. I have the fine film you one. To, you need to watch it. I have all the different versions of Got it. about 30 minutes into it, and I stopped for some reason. Did the you... book is one of my favorite books of mm. all time. Do Android's Dream of Electric Sheep. Do you have Love that, it. Do you have that dream where the unicorns run in the force? Yes. Because you may be an android. I might be. Mm-hmm. It's part of their pre-programming. I lost my second question. I'm glad we went with this one. <laughs> It's only two questions. I know, but I... <laughs> Just remember them. I had this long list. It's only I don't two. I which one it is. I'll have to look it up later. Russell, what about you, sir? 
Well, the first time I laid eyes on Andy. Really? Dick. Nope. Uh, my favorite, it, that is a strong runner-up, and that's why I asked if I could do multiple movies. Top too. five? It's definitely yeah. my top five. Um, however, my favorite movie probably of all time has got to be Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. New Hope. Really? Four? Yep. Okay. Because I was, I was tinkering around with saying Empire Strikes Back myself, but yeah. I'm one I knew of you that, were going to go Star Wars. I'm I had one a of, feeling. Yeah, I'm one of that minority that uh, I prefer A New Hope over Empire Strikes Back. Okay. I mean, I love the movie, too. It's probably the one I've seen the most, just because, you know, you start the trilogy, and sometimes you don't finish it. But you always watch that one. Yeah. So. It's, and it's so amazing. I've been wrestling with sequels recently. Like, do we actually need more of this? And that A New Hope could have stood alone as its own yep. standalone yeah. story. It could have just been that brief glimpse mm. in that world. Because Empire Strikes Back is mm. contingent on, okay, you've you've seen the first one, you've seen or you know episode four, you know what's happening to lead up to this point, and then you get a major cliffhanger at the end of it yeah. that leads into another movie. I well, see at that point, they already knew that next movie was coming, or New Hope. They like, is this going to work? Sort of business. So right. They they had it where it had its own ending. So it's also my favorite because uh, Lucas got as much out of everything that he could for New Oh Hope. yeah, <laughs> and yeah. he was allowed to splurge for Empire. Yeah, that's true. There's so, something to be said for that creative output and trying to get within a a, a small budget because yes. he was a it was a risk, right? And they kind of take a he yeah. was an indie filmmaker yeah yeah with uh what is it thx 1138 mm-hmm. and an american uh, american graffiti. graffiti um which is how he found harrison ford have any of y'all seen that mm-hmm. i have you have seen it i mean it it's easy? been a long time it's the one with ron howard right yep it's like a darker version of happy days <laughs> split timeline <laughs> mm-hmm. split timeline happy days it's the happy, darkest timeline happy days meets outsiders hmm I've never seen it, so I'm on my list of shame. Uh, I've seen it, but it's been a long time. I couldn't tell you if it was good or not, to be honest. It's, it's been years. Come out and play. Come out and play. Seth starts doing the clinking motion also. Get those jive turkeys, get those warriors out there today. All right, is it my turn? It is your turn. This was a toss-up. I'm it's gonna, a porno. Can I use two? Porno. It's not a porno. You can't use two if we couldn't use two. Yeah, I was told that I couldn't do more than yeah, one. So yeah, so same restriction goes for you. All right, what would be your backup then? So I'm going to throw well, out I already, I already told you my backup. What was it? It was Empire Strikes Back. So your top two favorite movies are two Star Wars movies? No, it was Highlander. Highlander. And then Empire, and Strikes, Empire Strikes Back. Strikes Back. <laughs> so that's our, what would be your backup? Um, I'll stick to the sci-fi theme and go with The Arrival. Really? That's mm-hmm. that good? Mm-hmm. I've never seen Damn. it. Hmm. I think it's I'm still floored. on Hulu or something. I was thinking Alien Mm-mm. for your second. Arrival's fantastic. You bought it for like a year and a half. You never watched it? I did, but I fell asleep. Wow. Just wow. All right, yeah. what's your backup movie? That's a tough one. Because my two are probably interchangeable. That's why I had to change the question and bring it back up. Because it, it could be Shawshank. It could be Jurassic Park. It could be Godfather Part 1. Mm. Um, it could be Apollo 13. Um, That's up there. I'd have to say... I'm going to stick with Shawshank. I've been Shawshank's to, number two? Yeah, I'm going to stick with number two for Shawshank. I've been meaning to watch that again recently. So, Alright, my number one and number two are interchangeable. You mentioned one of them is Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. I'm on a big Jurassic Park kick right now. We just watched Jurassic World. Which was way better than I thought it was going to be. We spared no expense. <laughs> there was a lot of throwback mm-hmm. stuff in Jurassic World. It was just enough homage. But the screenplay and all that was very similar to Jurassic Park. 
I'd actually say Rogue One is probably up there on my list too. You've watched it a bunch of times. I love Rogue that good. movie. The I other movie is The Matrix. Not think it was every good. time I watch The Matrix, I OG get Matrix? some new. Yeah, I saw Revolution or what's the second one? Reloaded. Reloaded. I saw Reloaded in theaters. <laughs> he almost threw the bad one in there. I saw Revolution. That's the best one. I saw. Yeah, it was great. I saw Reloaded once in theaters. I don't remember much about it, and I never saw the third one. So I'm perfectly clear on Matrix. You, I have the definitive edition. I have the definitive story of Matrix. I caught it once on AMC. They were doing like a back to back to back. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I finally sat down and watched them all. Were they okay? <sighs> the revolution is garbage. It does. It does progressively go downhill. That's where it says It picks no. up speed and then it starts to. I, I remember the day I saw it in the movie theater. It came out November 17th. I was like, fuck this shit. Birthday. It's my birthday yeah. movie. Actually, never mind. I thought three was better than two. The mm. second one came out that spring, and the third one came out that fall, right? That's when you saw it? Yeah. Because they were two in the same I year. think they were second and third one were both overhyped, so. Yeah, they were both kind of bad. But two had some good action scenes, I'll give it that. I love the first one. I love the quotes. I love the story. I love the discovery. That's back to your sequel argument you were yep. making. It's totally standalone. He takes off flying at the end of it. What's happening? Mm. I'm yeah, fine with it's that. Up to you. I'm okay with it. Whether they win or lose, he got a major victory. Maybe he's the one. Hopefully he's the one. I don't know. I like that. Same thing with Jurassic Park. We never needed another one. I mean, one. yeah, fine enough. You leave it to I agree. interpretation. Jurassic Park needs to stand alone. But Michael Crichton wrote that as a scr- basically as a, almost like Godfather. They got Mario Puzo to write that as a screenplay yeah. for the movie. They knew that that was the tie-in. Because at the end of Jurassic Park, the no- have you ever read the novel? Mm-mm. They killed John Hammond and they killed Ian Malcolm. So he was brought back to bring... To bring Malcolm back in Lost World. Okay. And they just they just brought him back to life. <laughs> and he was on a morphine drip the whole Lost World uh, mm-hmm. novel. Yeah. Those are probably my top two. Hopefully that gave you more insight on the No Podcast mm-hmm. crew. All right, guys, we've been playing games. We're not doing the random one. Now we'll do that at, at the end. Now, plus I gotta yeah. find it again on Lost. There you yeah. go. Well done. What have we been playing? <laughs> Who wants to go? We've had two weeks since our last one was a uh, an E3 prediction special. So E3 is this this next coming up week because we're going to post this one on Sunday most likely. And uh, by the time we record, our next episode is going to be our E3 breakdown. Mm-hmm. And it may actually be, we're discussing, it may actually be two episodes. So we may break up some shows for the first part and then do the other shows for the second part depending on how long mm-hmm. it goes and what gets announced, and I think we'll kind of gauge that throughout the week as far as what kind of content we want to do. So just bear with us on that. But uh, what have you guys been playing leading up to E3? Uh, I can start. i got the shortest list probably. Go ahead, sir. Next to Russell. Yeah. Yeah. So the last two weeks I've been playing a lot. Probably not as many games, but a lot a lot of hours and some games. A lot so. of those games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll piggyback off a couple of years to shorten my list a little bit too, probably. So... <laughs> I'm finishing up on uh, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. I uh, got to the point where those fucking owls. That was probably the boss I t- had. I spent the most damn time. That's on. World Two, right? Yeah, that's the one we talked about. I, did, with I the just, stages. Yeah, I, I literally just beat the third one with the monkeys, which was way easier. That fucking owl. We're not there bullshit. yet. The owl is absolute bullshit. It's like nine fucking versions of uh, that fight. I think <laughs> it's just easier with two people, right? Because you're playing solo, you're not playing yeah, co-op. Yeah, I'm playing solo. And so it just it just got to the point where I had to just get it into muscle memory to finally beat it. Solo. That, that was the... Uh, but you memorized the first stage. Mm-hmm. You died a couple times on that. You yep. got the patterns down. Yep. Then you went to the second stage. Probably Absolutely. died immediately. Or shortly thereafter. 
But you well, I saw the, I saw the barrels and I knew to jump into the barrels when it swooped down. So yep. I mean, that's the one that gets you the easiest. And that killed us probably the first two times. Mm-hmm. I was like, "How do we dodge this?" We were trying to duck. We were trying to jump over. And, and you have to time it perfectly with the barrels because if you do you go too early, you still get hit. Mm-hmm. So you have to wait to when the, you have to wait uh, the as boss that, cues. that yeah. rush is coming at mm-hmm. you. But no, the hardest one was the bullshit. The did you get to the third tier? No, we're in the third world now. Third, we third, went on vacation for a weekend. Third now, tier, so. and, and, and uh, Michael, confirm if I'm right, third tier reminds me of fucking Space Invaders. Uh, yeah. Is that the one where you're shooting the feathers? That's the one where like you got the feathers and it moves down, and you got to uh, okay. go into a different yeah, rhythm, yeah, 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 and you yeah. have no. enemies. Other. Yeah, it's like fucking Space Invaders. That sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> it is. It is a nightmare. That was, that was the most bullshit one, because that's the one that you sit there, and you get very so close to the end, and then you just get taken out. That sounds like a nightmare. There's a couple moments like that in that game where it's just like, uh, it's like just infuriating almost, at least to me. You well, played through it on Switch, yeah. though, right? Yeah. I, and you had beat it on Wii U. I switched to no. no I haven't I, gotten to the up. part where Michael's gotten to Funky Kong mode where he. Just yeah, gave I, up. I just gave up and I was like, Funky. <laughs> Cop out mode. Well, I it, it I think I switched over when uh like there's a I'm getting close. I think you said World Five or something like that. Yeah, some point, one of the stages has a bunch of water levels, and I'm just like I'm not. Fucking That's with four. This, That's yeah. one map right now. It's just it's I'm constant not, water. I'm not fucking with this. So. Cesar, you're playing on Switch, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I never played it on the Wii U, so I owned it on the Wii U. You own that copy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't even play too much on my Wii U. Put a lot of time in Twilight Princess. Probably the most thing I played on there. I played a lot of Wii U this past week, but I'll touch on that later. So I'll keep going down the list on the short ones that I have. Um, the next one, I'll probably put some time in some Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Edition. Po- uh, posted some clips of me losing my ass in Street Fighter 1. <laughs> I watched that. So my, my complaint is I, I really need to do the thing like Michael has when he had the D-pad because it's not, it's, not, it's not working with Didn't that. Didn't you buy bullshit. the thing? I did. Yeah, I just got to put gotta it together. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just I got everything I need to do. I just I don't feel like taking it apart. Yeah. You bought the mod. You need to set aside mm-hmm. about two hours. And where'd yeah. you get the mod from? Amazon. I think it was it was part of that deal today, where it's like twenty bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about doing the same. I want to do it. Maybe we one. should do them together. I got, I got one. Yeah. Knock it out. Would you mind supervising, Michael? I, I'm thinking about doing another one too because I got a set of neon Joy Cons. Okay. You might as well just go ahead and buy one too, Russell. What's that? Let's yeah. all do it. Well, I have a Joy Con. Uh, destruction convert party. a Joy-Con to D-pad. Mm. It, I I literally stopped playing. I think I started playing back on the PS4. Le- the left D-pad's not hard at all. Yeah. The right D-pad is, or the right Joy-Con's kind of a bitch though. I don't I mean, mess with the right one. All I really care about is the left one. <laughs> yeah, that's the one you need the D-pad on. Yeah, but I like them to match. So, so you're playing Street Fighter on Switch. <laughs> yeah. I Did will, you get it on another console? I bought on PS4, PS4 also. also. Yeah. So you started you started playing it on that. I prefer the D pad, yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, even the uh, Mega Mega Man uh, collection on the Switch, it took me a while to get to get used to because it it's just a D pad. Mm. I mean, it, I can I can stop bitching and play and just play dot mode and use a Pro controller. Even but the Pro controller D pad's not that great though. It's better than that fucking. Oh, that's true. Sure. It's better than individual sure. buttons by by a long shot. So you you also played Mega Man for Switch? Yeah, like uh, yeah, I went through those on there. Yeah, and that one seems to be the better version because I think that one actually has the re- rewind. I don't oh. think that's on the PS4 one. I don't think it is either. Huh. So there's a lot of times you set a fucking lot where I'm jumping into something like oh and just rewind it. <laughs> and so I, I was like, I might be able to fucking beat Mega Man One now. <laughs> yeah. Mega Man Sansa time. Sansa time's <laughs> a good analogy for it. Yeah, I, I wish. Hopefully, once I beat Mega Man One, it tells me the end. It's like you use rewind nine hundred ninety nine times. I'm like, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, does it track that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it does. I hope it does. When I get down to yep, the end of what it, what I say? <laughs> Your battery's running low. That's not good. No. 
It's plugged in, though. I don't understand what's happening. Technical difficulties. Yeah, every episode. Is it still charging? It's our... Uh, Should be. Look at the binary. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> is it plugged into the wall? See, everyone, this is why we have notifications on. That way we can... Shit doesn't die while we record. <laughs> right? So it's plugged in the wall, but not in What's the What's the joke from the IT crowd? Uh, IT, is it plugged in? Yeah, is it plugged in? Have you tried turning it on and off again? <laughs> what was his name? It's not Moss. Roy. Roy, yeah. <laughs> IT, this this is Roy. Is it plugged in? <laughs> All right, have a nice day. That's usually how it turns out. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> All right, we're good to go. What else you been playing, sir? Outside of that, I, I did fire up the Far Cry 3 um, Classic. It did come... It's not technically free, but it did come out early for the people who had the season pass. Yeah, you're going to have to let me know about this, because I'm curious. And um, it's, if you are a achievement slash trophy whore, this is the better one, because the bullshit in the original one on the PS3 and 360 was the co-op modes, which was glitchy as hell. Yeah. There's no co-op trophies on this. Nice. So. I don't really care that much about that, but yeah. That's if you care. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, How much of a jump in, in quality is it, though? That's what I want It looks know. like the PC version. Does it? Yeah. Does it run like the PC version, though? Yeah, it runs a little bit better. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's it's basically, hey, you got Far Cry 3 in this generation. I mean, because what, mm-hmm. is this, this going to come out later, what, $20? I, I think they got a physical one coming out in July or August. Oh, a physical or one. It's a physical Ooh. one, yeah. Well, I'll just it's coming out as a standalone? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I mean, the season pass people just got it early. That was a difference. Hmm. That was like a, a extra perk. I thought about getting it, because this week Target has buy one, get one on certain Ubisoft titles. Mm-hmm. Ubisoft titles. I thought about getting Far Cry and Assassin's Creed, but I just didn't get a chance. Totally to Totally should there. get Assassin's Creed. I might go buy it tomorrow. Yeah. Do you it. want in on that? You want it? Russell? You want in on that? Buy one, get one. Mm. Assassin's Creed. Doesn't sound, <laughs> Cry, it doesn't sound like any of the games Russell plays. <laughs> Rainbow, <laughs> Rainbow Six was on there, wasn't it? But I think it's sixty bucks. It's not. These other two are forty. God, is, it, bucks. is it year three? It's I don't a, even know which skew it is. I think the the actual game is called uh, Rainbow Six Siege Advanced oh, Edition. Oh, it's the bullshit Advanced Edition. Edition. It's not even the year three one. The year three yeah. one has all the good shit. The Advanced yeah. has like the weird, like you get part of year one and some parts of year two or something like that. It's not the full thing. Yeah, if you can find people to play with, that game is fantastic. They're getting a lot of legs out of these titles with these extended editions yeah. and things like that's, that. That saved them this generation. I mean, they were hurting, remember, in the beginning. Because mm-hmm. so, they were popping out a lot of these things incomplete, and now they got a lot, a lot of people playing. That's the name of this generation. It's just kind of releasing something. It's, it's organic, man. That's all it is. Michael and I were talking earlier about the Tennis World Tour game oh, that yeah, came out yeah, for yeah. PS4 <laughs> and Xbox One and got delayed on Switch. But uh, people are killing it, saying it's god-awful. And the developer responded and said, hey, we shipped it at 20%. Like, it's, we still had time to go on this. We, we weren't done. They said it would be done in 2019. I saw yeah. that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get another edition by then. They said uh, we didn't have time, and the marketing was already set up, and we didn't want to spend any more money. The marketing was already there, so we just put out a product. And they they specifically said that they had already sold, you know, they'll sell to retailers 500,000 copies or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. They had already sold those with no returns. So they already made their money. It doesn't matter whether Russell buys it or not. Uh, Best Buy. Russell's not buying it. Best Buy GameStop already (laughs) has bought it from Mm -hmm. that publisher. They've already made their money. And he came out, and whoever it was, came out and said that, you know, they already made their money from it. That's just bad PR. With no buyback. It's fucking garbage. At this point, you got to take faith that they're going to deliver the complete game because they could at some point be like, eh, 2019 Mm. version and just say fuck it. But, I mean, we'll see. I think they, they promised, what, free updates? Throughout the year or something yeah, like that. Yeah, uh, they're still going to update it, but yeah. they'll also release a complete SKU at some point. It'll yeah. probably be less money. and Sounds like Battlefield 4. It's almost to the point where you're afraid to, like... That's this generation. You're and afraid that to buy anything too early. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's just... That's what it is. It's organic. You just wait for it to grow. Yeah. 
Also, I just got the Horizon Complete Edition for 20 Heck yeah. As soon as I get home. With all the DLC. I'm going to get uh, God of War, too. You jump on a God of War also? Neo is 20 bucks if y'all want to... <laughs> Everyone's looking at me crazy. Neo is good. We're, done, we're done talking about um, the Matrix. I think that Neo would day one that. <laughs> we moved on from Matrix. Because if I think... If, this is the fourth <laughs> Matrix movie? <laughs> no, not that Neo. I think if I was going to buy a Neo, around. I would probably buy the Southeast Asia one, the complete edition. Yeah. All, well, has all, all with this. Stuff. Yeah. How come we never got that one? They do that for certain regions because I remember the Bloodborne got in Europe got the complete. Bloodborne edition. got a physical copy of. The Wonder whole if, world. It, if it comes out on Xbox, I'll double dip. No, oh, that was the rumor. Yeah, I will totally double dip. The rumors that and uh, near also right. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure near is going to come on there. Yeah. I, I see that Square Enix that remember you saw we saw that uh, Walmart listing where they had a lot of Xbox games. I mm-hmm. think they're going to go a little bit more in on that. Yeah. Which makes sense. Phil Spencer was in Japan courting. Developers like, and it's such. been about two years ago, yeah. Yep. I'm thinking I'm thinking they're going to pull back on that rule where they, they had that weird rule from the last generation where they had to publish a certain amount of games to publish on their system and people didn't want to commit. I, I, deep down, I think they're, they're rolling that back. Get rid of that. Makes sense. Buy our console. Get into our ecosystem. Yeah. Outside of that, these all right. Now this is the meat of what I've played. Um, I went ahead and I don't know if, I don't believe I talked about this in the live ho- last podcast that I went ahead and finished Yakuza Zero. I don't know. It's been so long since we've been in here. The so. last podcast yeah. you had not finished it. Yeah, you were slogging through. Mm-hmm. So um, without getting into story details, it's 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 pretty damn good. I mean, the story wise, um, it's it's very weird that they went back and did a prequel because if you play uh, Yakuza Kwame, which I've also started, uh, Majima is like a completely different person from zero to he changes Kwame. a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting on how he. Uh, I like him better in Zero. I Did do. they explain that in the story how he changes? Yeah, he, he's a much better he's a much better uh, character in Zero. He's probably the better character, the uh, protagonist. Yeah, Kiru pretty much stayed the same the whole time. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, Kiru's great, but I mean Majima was yeah was way more developed on there, and that that ending was very heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. For Zero, yeah, for Majima, just mm. for that character, just playing Zero also with Nishiyama sets you up to have a much more emotional attachment to him and uh, Kiwami as well too. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, we're in the you know playing it, playing Kiwami first or playing one first. You you know like who is this guy you know but that whole that whole setup kind of makes playing zero first is definitely where to go in my opinion. So yeah, you beat zero. Started Kiwami. Yeah, yeah. Start. I went ahead and started Kiwami. And I'm um done with Kiwami. You finished it. Yes. It was way shorter than zero, right? Yes. So yeah, Michael was right on that. It was only like, like thirty hours. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I, the only reason why it took that long is because I did a lot of the side missions. Um, I don't know, man. I still like Zero better. I that like was Zero the longest better. game. I think yeah. Zero is my favorite one I've played. So but I can't really judge Kwame because it's a straight port of the PS2 mm-hmm. one just in a new engine. So, yeah. Are you ready for 2 or are you Yakuza it out? No, I'm ready for 2. You ready? I don't know if I'll ever get to 6. It depends on when they release 3, 4, and 5 over here. <laughs> yeah. I, That's I, the rumor. I really hope they do. If not, I mean, it's not like you can't play them. It's confirmed for the West, right? He, or the I don't East. think it is. He, he East, the, pro- the West. The producer made a comment on the last stream. He said that the reason why they're doing these ports was for the West. He didn't confirm okay. it was coming, but he said the reason why they were doing the ports was for the West. Because if I seem to remember correctly, uh, they cut content from 3 for the English release, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. I could and be wrong. Censorship-wise or port-wise? They just, just didn't have time. They just import over some of the stuff. Yeah, there's some stuff that didn't really translate well. Um uh, 
So yeah, they cut some stuff. So I, I think they they said this time they mentioned that all that would be in this version of three, except uh, anything that had expiring contracts, which I think was like the hostesses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They couldn't renew because at the time timeline. He also made a comment saying that uh, the reason why they didn't do a Kwame is because there was no point for three, four, and five. They yeah, they, they, they look good enough. They said they did it from Yakuza 1 and 2 because it was a two-generation two jump. Yeah. Right. He said that was the reason why. They're just straight ports. I think we're just getting 1080p 60 frames, mm -hmm. which That's is fine. fine by me, yeah. Perfectly fine. Which is like the other ones were running at 60 frames. So Yeah, I mean, three, three, and three, four, five look great already. But outside of that, Kwame's good. I don't know. It took me a while to uh, warrant to go, uh, Majima. Because so. he's so different from the Zero. It was like night and day. Hmm. Yeah, he's very weird and well, he's weird in general, but he's super weird in Kwame. Yeah, the whole Kiwi Chan stuff. Yeah, <laughs> he just pops out of nowhere. He's dressed up like a police officer for some. Yeah, he's just chasing reason. you down. I'm like, yeah. he's a zombie. Like, one moment, you he's hear, just, you hear, it's completely fucking yeah. random. You hear a siren. <laughs> you try, you're trying to run away, and, uh, run away from him. Yeah, but they, uh, what I noticed is they pulled that uh, fucking God of War shit. In the beginning of a uh, Kwame, where you like uh, Kiri's all powerful, and then something oh, happens yeah. and he comes back, and he's yeah. like, "All these years," and then he's like, "He's a piece of shit." And you got to relearn everything again. It's like I forgot about this, like yeah. Metroid. Yeah, yeah let's take everything away. I mean, there's, a, there's a good and Metroid is yeah. a badass, and then there's some story event that takes away all your basically powers. because I mean he was as powerful he was in Zero right at the beginning of Kwame. So yeah, and it's like I, something happens, and then you're like, "Oh God," he's like, "You got to go back to the way it was." I, I do say I prefer the level progression in Zero better. I like just getting money to pur purchase my abilities versus doing experience points in this, yeah, the I first agree. one. I think that made sense. I like how they do in 6. I haven't played too much, but it's based off of diet and exercise, which is like what I... Dude, so they, did they change it up a lot in the, like, this 2 and 3, 2, 3, 4, and 5? I honestly don't remember how... I, I want to say 3 and 4 do the same, but I can't remember how it does. And 5 I haven't played enough of to remember really either, so... Um, I just like the whole earn enough money and invest in yourself, and then you can. Yeah, you're literally your investing in yourself. Yeah. Five was the digital only one, right? Correct. Correct. The PS3. No. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, that was the one that they barely were able to bring over. I guess so. Sony was helping them out. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, um, the only other one I played a lot of hours in was in Detroit. Why do we have a rumored PlayStation sex list in the show notes? <laughs> Who did that? No idea. Who's giving that report? <laughs> Russell is. <laughs> Russell has to catch his own <laughs> sex list. Well, oh, we'll God. save that for later. Um, Sorry, listeners. <laughs> Sneak preview. <laughs> Coming up. I just noticed that. I'm reading this. Like, what happened? <laughs> so, I put a lot of hours into uh, Detroit, <laughs> Detroit Becoming Human. I put it for about 25, 30 hours. The Eminem edition? No. Probably the Kiss edition. You didn't see that on there either? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> um, what do you think about Detroit? That's Sony's big uh, release from this past year. Or this past month. Well, no, I see that. Alright, there's some... All right, there, it's hard to talk about without going deep into the story. Without line. going into spoilers. Right. Give us an overview. But we don't have to go into... Uh, you know, I, but I can, still, I can still go over it. And it won't be spoilers. There, there's right. a lot of uh, plot points you can go in there. There's certain... There's, each one is broken down to a chapter. Mm -hmm. You get three different androids, and they're very short chapters. From well, for the most part, and there's yeah. certain ones that you can they'll break off in different uh, plot lines, and mm -hmm. they get a little bit deeper as you go along. Okay. My, my only complaint is I kind of feel what the some of the reviews were saying. If you take it for what it is, it's a piece of entertainment, and what the story is, it's fine. But the the problem that a lot of people have is what if what it's referencing to. 
It's very okay. similar to like uh, racial tensions. Yeah, okay. that's going on now. I got you. And it, it's and there are some points on there that's very cringeworthy. Like there's one with Marcus, and he'll when when there's a point in the story where you have to quote certain people in history. Marcus. And there's one he ha- he there's an option oh, they wow. give you like I had a dream like Martin Luther King. There's some stuff on there like ah uh, yeah. It's like you look at it and like I didn't choose it because yeah. I'm like you're walking that line a little. It's bit. like yeah. Ugh. You played through it too, Michael. I did. I played yeah. all the way through it. So. So I mean that that's my only complaint with the game because yeah. it, it it likens a lot what the androids are going through to like racial tensions and what they want and specifically the civil rights movement ex- specifically all right. and it, and it's kind of like you 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 take source material and you don't you don't run with it well it's like you kind of like take the it's like you're going through cliff notes and you're just throwing it in there and it's like you don't get the full picture especially what's going on right now is I don't the context is kind of yeah off. it seems like it's. A lot of people give David Cage a hard time because he's he's that he's the I don't know, he's that type of storyteller. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he hits like hard hitting stuff, but he doesn't commit fully through it and delivers something narrative that's thought provoking. Right, just hits. it, it kind of cheapens it a little bit. And, yeah. You know, it, it's different for me because I don't experience that kind of stuff for, versus somebody else who goes through there and it's like, what the fuck are you doing? They look at this it, like, yeah, I really didn't think of it any any like that. I mean, I well, I, I get it. I know I, I see that argument, but yeah, I see the argument yeah. too. But I wasn't. At no point did I think, "Wow, this is no." Yeah, I just, so, so whatever, it's a video game. So I give it your in those moments, because Mafia Three caught a lot of not flack. But Mafia Three is great. Mafia Three was praised man. for putting you in positions where maybe we would not have experienced that in the real world, mm-hmm. where you would hear language directed mm-hmm. at you or bigotry or something like that. How does Detroit's dealings with that compare to the way Mafia Three handled it? It it just it's just on the surface. It just takes a lot of that stuff that happened. Like there, there's a point in the game where the androids have to ride in the back of a bus. Okay. They don't yeah. they don't ride in with the general population. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of similarities on there, but they don't ever fully address it. Other than like this is how they're suffering and they want freedom, and it's just it doesn't. It's just meant for something for you to notice. Right. And I'm with Michael. I can take a game and, and enjoy it from the pure entertainment purpose of it and be fine with it. Some people don't. They want games to evolve. And I, I can see the problem with that, too, where some people were complaining about the narrative on that. They just It's just weak, and they're just shitting straight on it because they're like, you, you have some potential here to do something great with it, and you just mm-hmm. use it for whatever you want. Right. I, I understand. I can feel. I can. I, you know. It's the but same. that's the studio's choice to go that direction. Right. right. And you don't. Have, you don't have to support the game. I mean, there's enough reviews out there that kind of explain that. And if you, mm-hmm. you feel that point of view, you don't have to buy it. I mean, I'm a different type of person, so you know, I can play. I can watch Ready Player One or read the book and be fine with it. There's a lot of people that have a lot of problems with it because of the way they treat female characters and and diversity and and just the nonstop references. Right. I always and hear that just, getting shit on. I'm fine with it because I can sit there and watch a movie and enjoy it. Yeah. But the problem is, you got a lot of people in the world who take stuff like that and make it into a Bible and make it into a command. But you did appreciate the context of what they were trying to say and I mean, what sto- was happening. The to story's them. good. Like, if, it's like Michael said, if you just play it purely for a video game and you treat it just like a video game, game yeah. and th- that's what it is, it's, it, you can go through it and it's, it's thrilling and it's there's points in there where there's a lot of points in there where certain characters interact at certain points and you're like, oh shit, and you're playing them both at the same time and they're about to catch each other and you're like, I oh, love that. So yeah. like, Those are some of the best parts. Because if you're sitting here like you're playing one character looking for another character on opposite ends and you're like, holy shit, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want this person to find this person. And you're playing both of them trying to yeah. keep them separate and you're like, yeah. what do I do? You know, who do I choose? So you I mean, felt like you felt like your de- your decisions mattered. Yeah, Michael, when you're playing I, it too, I'd say so. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely. Yeah, I mean, it had an impact. They they actually did matter. There was two instances I can remember. I was like, "Oh fuck!" 
I don't want this, and I would just like no. I would just exit out. Mm. I'm just I've, like, I've, I've I done that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good. There, there's because I don't want it to auto save over. Yeah. So <laughs> did we do that with Heavy Rain? Because all my, all my contacts yeah. for David Cage games is Heavy Rain, which Russell and I played through together. Yep. We stuck with whatever we did, right? Yeah. We didn't change anything. We did not change. Mm-hmm. You shot the store owner. Uh, not the store owner. The like homeless guy. The boarding. The guy that was in the gas yeah. station, in the store. I thought it was in like an apartment. Shot a guy in a, in a store. I thought somebody got I shot. That's what we're apartment. getting at. I got you. Someone died. Russell yeah. shot them. <laughs> yeah, because all of a sudden he started reaching into his jacket. Scared the fuck <laughs> well, out. Well, of Russell me. pulled the trigger. Yeah, so it's funny how you see <laughs> games like that. And if you're patient, sometimes it pays off. And then there's there's moments you get in this game that's yeah. the same way. Yeah. It, it, to give an example, there's one because there's permadeath in this game. Yeah. So. And there's there's one point uh. where one of the characters, one of the decisions I made, he fucking died. And I, and I was a shambles, and it had a little death icon. I was like, oh god, I was like, I'm gonna have to play. The, I was like, Lydia, no. I actually I actually like this person. Yeah. I have to play the rest of the game without him. But something happens, and this person comes back in there now. Every and I, what got me after that was there was another thing where he he was almost put in a situation where he he could have died again. Every time I that, I was like, nope, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm not doing it because I can see it coming. I'm like, and I'm gonna get fucking yelled at. I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> oh man! So I mean, you might know what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, I, I don't actually know. Uh, nobody died on my watch. Uh, actually, no, I take that back. Someone did die on my watch, but not one of the main three. I got them all the way through. You, you know what I'm talking about? The one that died that comes back, right? He's saying you suck. Yes. Yeah. Um, and there's a reason why he comes back. So it, it, it explains it. But ever you since you shot then, the guy in the grocery store, well, our main characters live through heavy rain. How do you mean I fucking suck? I didn't sit there. And, <laughs> no, I, I didn't jump in front of a bullet. I just like my consequences ended up to somebody just shooting me in the head. I'm like, yeah, but I mean, you you that's extreme. You pretty much <laughs> have to come to back. Guy in heavy rain. How long did it take for y'all to beat it? Because Russell and I played through Heavy Rain in two sessions and had a blast. I think it took it. me about 25, 20, Whoa, 25 yeah. hours. And I, I think I played in like three or four sessions. It was. It's a long game. I sat there and just Wait, we played. Like 12, it's very 15. hard to put down, though. Yeah, I don't think Heavy Rain was that long. It's super hard to put down. I want to say I, I played it. You mentioned that in our group chat. Yeah, like I was just like, man, I cannot like, stop playing this. This yeah. is really good. We need to play that again. Heavy Rain? Or we need to do Beyond or Detroit. Play we Detroit. got Beyond for Good free stuff. with uh, PlayStation Plus. I really like uh, Connor. I think he's my favorite character from that game. Yeah. Uh, hit, all his beats were really good. And uh, on the other end, I didn't really care for the... Uh, what's the girl's name? Kara? Kara, yeah. I didn't really care for her as much. Um, but, I mean, all of it was good. It's just I like Connor's better. Scott Shelby. Who? Scott Shelby. From Heavy Rain. Michael, you've been playing any games? I didn't do Heavy Rain. You didn't do Heavy Rain? Mm-mm. Oh, God. We had this conversation yeah, on the previous episode. The game's episode. amazing. We really so talked about this last time because I don't think you play Heavy Rain or Beyond, right? He and I played the demo for Heavy Rain and ran out to Target. We literally had this conversation mm-hmm. because I said it was spoiled for me and I didn't see the point of playing we had this oh, I know where the killer is. Yeah. I know where the killer is. There's no point. There's no That's suspense. But, but before you start, the echo on you, I think uh, Connor is my favorite one. Him, yeah. Between him and the detective. Yeah, so, I like that the the rapport between the two of them. Yep. Yeah, they, I only lost one person, and uh, he wasn't a main guy. And uh, I I actually reset several times trying to save him, and I couldn't. Ooh. I couldn't. I tried every option. You can't save him. Uh, I, you can't. You can, but not the direction I took it. I would. I not would the add, pathway. I would have had to gone way back to save yeah, him. Because I'm sure you could probably think of who I'm talking talking yeah. about. So. I mean, there, there's certain there's certain episodes where the pathways diverge into like six different options and six different branches. And I tried to be as good as possible. I yeah. didn't attack anybody. I was, you know, I was like super peaceful the whole time. I mean, there, there were certain points in the game where you have to like, are you gonna go help this person? I'm like, 
but you put this person in danger. I'm like sitting there like, well, I tried to be nice to everybody. Yeah. I did. I did the the good boy decision on every decision I could possibly do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, that ended up screwing me over at the end because one person, to my knowledge, cannot survive by doing that. So, um, but he's not like a main main character. Uh, so as far as what I've been playing, uh, my list is relatively long. Um, I beat three games over the past Damn. two weeks, so uh, a lot like you. I you were talking about Super Lucky's Tale previously, mm-hmm. so I was like, you know what? I'm not that far off. So I just put in time. I plowed through it. I got I had that, like the two stages left, so I got through that. I mean, literally, that's that <laughs> that disc has been. In my, <laughs> that disc has been in my Xbox One X since the launch of that console. I don't think any other Xbox game disc has been in that I'm probably console. never going to touch it. Uh, Richard so. just got back Super Lucky's Tale. <laughs> Super Lucky's Tale. Super Lucky's Tale. He was trying to mouth it. He was like, jeez, tell me what's happening. True 4K. True 4K power. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I liked it. I'm never going to play it again, though. I'll just be real. Like, uh, It'll probably sit in the box or on the thing forever, and it'll... It'll just sit there. You bought a physical copy? Yeah, I bought it physical the day mm-hmm. I got my Xbox One X just because there was something... I had Assassin's Creed already, I guess, but I wanted to... Uh, you wanted an enhanced game. See, yeah, I wanted to see... I had, a, more more than, I had a better reason because I mostly play on the Sony console, so I needed something Xbox exclusive. Mm-hmm. Right. And you were in the mad platformer phase. I probably would have got Assassin's yeah, Creed was, on Xbox yeah. had I not known that they were doing a hell of an X patch on it. So, I mean... Uh, yeah, that was a legit one. That was a native 4K one. It, yeah. it, it, speaking of Assassin's Creed, I jumped back on that as well. Um, several of the DLC stuff had popped out, so I was like, fine, I'm going to go ahead and get around to it. I finally killed all the Falakes. The, they're like the hunters in the world that will track you down and try to kill you. I finally got all those gone. Falakes. Uh, and I, I didn't even start any of the DLC. I just dicked around the whole time. I was like, that was my intent. Was to start the DLC, but I'd never get to it. How good is that DLC on Assassin's Creed? I did. Because I'm thinking about doing that target, buy one, get one. I like I said, I didn't start it. I I intended to, but I never got there. So I just ended up playing the regular game, just doing stuff that I hadn't done yet. But is I made this all it, of it? Like, is all the DLC out? All the DLC is out to my knowledge. Do you so, think they'll come out with an ultimate edition type thing? Package? There, there already technically is an ultimate edition. Really? It's the premium one, which I wish I would have bought now. I, don't, I should just start doing that with Assassin's Creed because I bought the season pass on uh, Syndicate as well. It's always worth it. They they always put out a lot of good stuff. So Assassin's Creed, we're getting a new one. I think that'll be one of our upcoming mm-hmm. stories. Did we put that in the news? Assassin's Creed. I think you did. You took. We talked about it earlier. Yeah, I'll make sure it's in there. All right, what else you been playing? Uh, well, on a previous, I oh, was it previously. I'd started playing Far Cry Five on PC. Yes, because you bought a new PC and it came with Far Cry, right? Uh, the mic I bought came with Far Cry. Gotcha. I bought a, a Blackout Yeti. It came with Far Cry 5. That's right. Yeah. Um, so I started playing that on PC, and I'm like, this is cool. And then that Ubisoft sale came along, and I was like, well, let me just get it on Xbox because I'm farther. Right. So I played I played it on both, uh, and I got to say, I do prefer it on Xbox, even still. That PC version looks really good, uh, but it's not running 4K, and I think it would absolutely crash out if, if I put it in 4K. The monitor we don't have is that way anyway, so. You have a 1080p monitor? Yeah, it's just a 1080p, it's a little LG monitor, so. Um, it runs good, but I don't know. I like my big screen 4K pretty yes. prettiness, yeah. You haven't hooked the PC up to that, to try it out? It's it's in the other room. Oh, yeah. Because I think that PC you got, you sent me the specs. I you think get a stupid push. long HDMI cable, maybe. Hey, it can be done. Yeah. 
careful going over like 25 feet. I've had issues with running. Oh, it's more, than, over. it's more than 25 feet. Yeah, you might have to move that bad boy. Yeah, I don't want to do that, so. <laughs> uh, Detroit Become Human, I did that. We just talked about that, so I'm not going to get into that. Right. Um, so... This is I'm, your first wait. But this is your first David Cage game, right? With no Beyond, no, no. no heavy I, I, I did. Uh, I did Indigo Omicron. Prophecy, and Indigo I did Omicron Prophecy. and the Nomad Soul as well. So okay. So it's not my first David Cage game. Beyond Two Souls, I just kind of missed, and uh, like I say, Heavy Rain. I'm just like, well, I know who the killer is. I don't really care to do this. Right, because <laughs> that's a lot of this suspense. I mean, that, that that's what it is. Shocker and all that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, let's see. I got that list here. Um, <laughs> Marvel Ultimate Alliance went on sale, which I have on everything, and I just kept going with it. Got what that on Xbox on? One. Xbox One. I've beaten it on everything uh, except for Xbox One, which I'm going through now. So I don't know. That's like my uh, comfort food game, I guess. I can play that a million times. I've probably beaten it a solid twenty times. I probably have not played Marvel Ultimate Alliance since before the Wii launched, when the three of us were up there at the store popping in every Wii launch title and trying mm-hmm. them out. That was the PS2 port, right? Yep. Yeah, I think the, I think that was the first version I played was actually for the Wii. That and I played the 361 right after, and I don't know for some reason I, I just freaking love that game. Have we told you the story before about the Wii launch? Uh, maybe. So we got our demo kiosk in at, at the retailer that I was working at. That you, okay. I think also were at the time working for. I was working. I was working at Borders when the Wii. Launched. You weren't there for the Wii launch. Mm-hmm. So we go up there after hours, and Russell Cesar and I pop in every single launch title and try it out. Call of Duty Three, <laughs> Excite Truck. I think Excite Truck was my most surprising. Like, Excite Truck was good. Hey, this game's really good. Was that at Goodwill when you went the other day? Because yeah. I saw a copy. Did you grab it? Or yeah, you I did. Had one. You grabbed it. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I left it for you. I had Excite Bots. Excite Bots. I didn't have not Excite, Excite Truck. truck. Excite yeah. Truck's good stuff. Yeah, I actually like Bots a little bit better, but I mean, I wanted to have both of them. So we popped in every Wii launch title that night, and just we played Zelda, we played Splinter Cell, Double Agent. We went through all these different titles. That's Ella, like the worst Ella version of that game. We tried it out just. I mean, yeah, because we, we had the store to ourselves, and we were just I popping discs in. Yeah, and then uh, after that, that's where the Mufasa Waffle House came from. Have you ever heard the Mufasa Waffle House? I haven't. So we're <laughs> we're sitting at Waffle House at four o'clock in the morning. And uh, you know how they're set up where you can kind of look over into the kitchen area, like where the yeah, coffee yeah, yeah, and yeah, orange yeah. juice and all that stuff. So that's where we're at, and we're looking over, and we see this dead roach on the ground, and it's you know it's got its <laughs> <laughs> the best it, place, in the place you eat <laughs> the Mufasa Waffle House. It's laying on its back, like with its legs in there, and it's dead. And as we're all, because I think Cesar pointed it out, so we're all just staring at this roach. Yeah. It's dead, making sure it doesn't get up and start going to right. The we're watching it, and as we're looking at it, we see movement. And on the counter above it, here comes a roach crawling across the counter. And it looks down on Mufasa <laughs> like it's looking down at the dead one. And then it turns around and runs back. <laughs> and we coined that one the uh, the Lion King Waffle House ever since then. <laughs> Mufasa. So which, uh, well, I'll ask you which Waffle House this is later so I can avoid it. <laughs> this was how many years ago? This was before yeah. the Wii launch. 2006. Yeah. 2006. Yeah. But still. November I mean, 2006. Uh-huh. God, 12 years ago. What happened? We got old. That's what happened. I read an article about uh, Mario Galaxy. They got it playing on the NVIDIA Shield. I saw that. So I was reading that article and, and somebody made a comment like, uh, Mario Galaxy's not that old of a game. It looks great still. And then they look up the year Mario Galaxy came <laughs> yeah. out and they're, they're just in total shame. Uh, I'm old No! Now. What yeah. happened? Exactly. Where have I been doing with my life? This isn't that old of a game. What happened? So uh, speaking of the Wii for another um, 
another like random bit of games I was playing. What a segue. I Go went, ahead and I, come I went all the way through the conduit, which is a like a 2009 mm-hmm. Wii shooter. High voltage studios. Yeah, high voltage. Um, There's an Android port later, which I did try to try out myself. I didn't know that they had another that it went anywhere. I, I can it was stuck on I me. can get it on my phone, but I think my phone's just too much for it, and it just like freaks out. Gotcha. It came out 2013. I think I have the first one. I don't think I have the second one. I have the first one and the second one. I, and the, the first one is, is good. Uh, this was I, one I was of play, those. I was playing through it with a friend, and he he didn't like it as much as it's I did. It's co-op? No, we no, no. We, we were just we, we were both playing it. So. Okay. Um, we also played, uh, we popped in the Ghost Recon for the Wii, which is exclusive to the Wii. Okay. Um, that's a lot of fun. I think it got like threes and twos. They got terrible scores, but I thought it was fun. What's it's, it called? Is it just Ghost Recon? It's just Recon? called Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon. It is a uh, it is like an on-rail shooter where you have to manually move like point to cover. Okay. But it has the cringiest uh, voiceover work. But it's like, it's hilarious. It's not, you could definitely tell the people that they hired are not taking themselves seriously. And it's just the funniest thing to listen to. I have to, I have to like pull up a clip later. It's great. This is it here? That's I'm it right on eBay. Yeah. It's compatible with the Wii Zapper. Did you play with the Wii Zapper? Uh, my friend did. We played co-op because it's it's actually like it's it pretty much meant to be played co-op. Thirty high intensity missions co-op on the same screen. Yeah, it's fun. I liked it. It's a lot like you ever played Ghost Squad uh, for the Wii. Yes, good arcade shooter. That was a Sega shooter. Kind of like that. Okay. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. It got shit on pretty bad. And it's I, six I, bucks on eBay. You I think thought it was worth six dollars. Uh, I bought it at GameStop for two ninety nine. So. <laughs> I'd say go go that route. Just find a GameStop. And uh, I know I'm rambling on because I have a lot of games I played. The last game I That's played. That's going to be the majority of our episode is games we played. I just so. started today was Vampire, uh, which just came out last week, Tuesday. Okay. And uh, that's been really a lot of Vampire games lately that I can think of. So, um, Did you rent that one? Buy it? I rented it because I didn't really know. This is a Don't Nod Studios, The Life of Strange People, and they also did Remember Me. Uh, which I didn't really care for. So. I didn't realize that. Yeah, so uh, storytelling's really good. I'm liking it so far. I like the characters. Um, the combat is, uh, they shouldn't have, the combat's not great. I'm just, it's very stiff. But it's playable. So I do like how the, the difficulty is based upon um, how nice you want to be. So, like, if you attack people and drink a lot of blood, you, you know, you could level up faster and stuff like that. Okay. But if you want to be nice, um, you. You know, the game is essentially harder for yourself. Takes a little longer. Yeah. So that that's how the entire difficulty base works for it. Which way are you playing? I'm playing nice. I always play nice. I'm eating rats and, you know, only killing bad people and stuff like that. Eating rats and killing bad people. Killing bad people. But I don't know. moral system. I've only played about two, three hours of that. But I'm liking it. I'd probably stick, stick it out. Really? Vampire. That's been about it for me. It's a few other little things, but nothing worth touching on, really. Vampire's a new IP, and I feel like we're getting a lot of sequels here recently. So. I love Legacy of Kane. Like, I am a huge Legacy of Kane fan. Okay. Uh, but would you like to see a new one of those at E3? I would like to see a new proper one. Remember that guy, the the voice actor I said in uh, God of War 3 is my mm-hmm. favorite voice actor, Simon Templeman? He, he voices Kane. I think that is a lot of it is why I enjoy those so much. I like the Blood Omen better than the Soul Reaver games. Really? Yeah. Because you play as Kane. That may be an unpopular opinion. 
I, I'm sure it is. I think Soul Reaver gets more of the notoriety. Soul Reaver's more like Zelda. Blood Omen is a lot more methodic. Soul Reaver's almost... I mean, uh, Blood Omen's more like a Dark Souls game where it's very slow. Encounters are one-on-one. You're a lot weaker. We should make Soul Reaver a game club game. So that's our thing. I'll give you a copy on one console. PS1. PlayStation? Yeah. yeah. Which one is the version of that to play? Is it Dreamcast? Mm, I have it on Dreamcast. I, I don't think I have it on PlayStation. I wonder if it supports VGA. That's an Amy Hennig game, isn't it? I believe so. Yep. At least she started it. I know they, they ended up taking a different direction eventually, I think. She was doing it until I think they got into the PS2 or Xbox. Yeah. yeah. Soul Reaver 2, uh, Blood Omen 2, and Defiance, I believe. Defiance is really Naughty Dog? Or did, what, did she have a gap between Crystal Dynamics and Naughty Dog? Mm-hmm. I don't remember what she was doing at then. Now she's at EA. Do you think we see that Star Wars project at uh I'm not going to hold, hold my breath, but I'd love it. Mm, I, I wish they wouldn't show it. Russell, pitch me an Amy Hennig-directed Star Wars game from Naughty Dog. Not from Naughty Dog. In that Naughty Dog Uncharted style that could, she popularized. I could see them going the Boba Fett route. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could easily just to see them um, trying to do one of the like, legacy uh, stories. Kind of like Force Unleashed. There's a Jedi lost, and you've got a secret apprentice type yeah, thing. You've got to work your way to the temple and all that kind of thing. So you're going with an established character. You don't <clears> think <throat> that that studio will get reins for a new edition type thing? Uh, I, I don't think the the way that the franchise is going currently um, that they would have that kind of creative freedom um, to necessarily create a brand new character like Force Unleashed. Um, what was the last Star Wars game we got like that? Because Force Unleashed was super... You were Darth Vader, Secret Apprentice. You had yeah. uh, AT-ATs, or ATSTs. I remember fighting. Mm-hmm. You started off on with the Wookiees and Kashyyyk. That was really it, as far as I can think, off the top of he my head. He was way too powerful. Was, was KOTOR the last the game that was like <laughs> just totally... I mean, it used similar concepts, but it was just out there as far as universe goes. Old Republic would be. Old Republic? Uh, the yeah. MMO... Uh, because they really haven't done a whole lot since um, really the Old Republic, uh, KOTOR, and if you're not if you know you're not talking about Battlefront, <clears throat> it's just going to be the Force Unleashed, Force Unleashed Two, um, and that's the only real creative narrative that they've created um, outside of Lego Star Wars, really. Which don't discount. It's good games. And they look fantastic. They're on my list of shame because I keep always wanting to play them. Lego Force Awakens but, is my second favorite Lego game. <laughs> Cesar, what's that Lego Star Wars we bought back in the day? He talked me into. Was it PS2 or DS? We ended no, up it was the BS, bullshit DS one that kept glitching out. They could do. We enjoyed it at the time though. Like I was impressed with the 3D yeah. on the DS. Yeah, but I think you. I think you returned it because it was garbage. Yeah. They could do something. We played our two days worth out of it. Mm-hmm. I gave it back. Go ahead, Ross. They could do something like Shadow Company, as I believe what the name is, but it was one of the most recent books that came out around the time of Force Awakens mm-hmm. and Rogue One, uh, where it's about a company of rebel soldiers that partook in the Battle of Hoth and other battles throughout the established timeline. And they could go that route because there's still a lot of books and stuff that are coming out. Yeah. Um, there's Ahsoka Tano that they haven't really explored outside of Rebels and Clone Wars. Spoiler alert. Um, Every Hoth level we get, we end up taking down the AT-AT, so it'd be kind of cool to do a, a different perspective. Yeah. 
And we need to revive that Darth Maul game. That's what needs to happen. There was a canceled Darth Maul. Yeah, game and it looked there. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, there's a lot of different ways they could take it. They could still do like a Knights of the Old Republic type deal, and they could just uh, take it into the days of of the Old Republic, or they could go before the Republic was established. Did you pick that back up on Xbox? Uh, I came very close to playing it. Um, did you get further in your most recent playthrough than you did back in the day? Oh, because that's one of the reasons we bought an Xbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got much farther, and I think I actually brought it up on the last podcast. I just got tired of of uh, doing everything I could, and by the time I got to the next planet, I was ready to take a break. Yeah, and then something came out. I can't remember what came Story out. Story of our lives. And yeah, yeah. I, just, I never something got back came to out. it. <laughs> but. A couple of y'all have Mario Tennis Aces on your list. What'd y'all think of that? That was the live tournament that was June first through third. What'd y'all think? Because I only played I played the offline demo and had a pretty good time with it. Some of the controls are weird. It kind of plays like a fighting game. Yeah. And I tried one online game, and I had the ball first. I was serving, so it went to me. I was Mario. It went to me serving, and it slowed down to like one frame per second. <laughs> and it was super pixelated. So I saw that blink probably five to ten times. And then I went to the end screen and they said they won and they got a certain amount of points and that was it. And I was like, eh, I'm not going to mess with this. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, that was the extent of mine. So I, I played, a, played a little bit of the offline mode. I never tried the online again. What, what did you guys encounter with that tournament? Yeah, I only played the offline because I don't really care that much about playing online with other people. Yeah. Um, like, like, I didn't like all that extra stuff. I'm sure people will like the, uh, like the, the, the quick dodge and the, you can aim your shots under certain conditions and the racket breaking and. Super, I got the super moves I got the aim your like, shot thing down, but the recovery, like the quick spin and that yeah, kind of stuff, like, I never got that down. It seemed like I went towards the net instead of towards the ball. I always would just, just jump over the ball or something like that. Is that that one where you had to hit the right analog stick to jump? Yeah, I just don't. Did you pull that off? Yeah. Yeah, I got to a point where it stopped bitching at me about you did it too soon or you did too late. Yeah, I was always yeah. early, 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 early. I'm, for me, I'm just What'd like, you can I just play the regular Mario Tennis? <laughs> like just regular, no, no frills. It plays like a fighting game, doesn't it? Just a lot of rock, I don't paper, want all this extra. It's, it's very arcadey and yeah. it, it's fine. I mean, Michael, you said you could turn that off. You can imagine. The, you can in the real game. Still. You can turn that off with and have like legacy play. I'm thinking to get to the story to. content. You're going to need to no, figure that stuff out. And, I, and I've seen, I've seen on, I the, so. on the new Nintendo commercials where they, they're using the, the Joy-Cons, kind of like Wiimotes. Yeah, because you're supposed to be able to swing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm interested to try that out once that's done. That's true. I mean, it worked well on uh, Wii, the Wii version of Mario Tennis, whatever it's called, uh, the GameCube the version. GameCube, remember, the GameCube, the new Play Control series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forget what that version is called. I think I have called. that and I haven't tried it out. I think it's just Mario Power Tennis, New Mario Play Power Control. Tennis, that's uh-huh. what okay. They did that with Pikmin, mm-hmm. Donkey Kong. Pikmin 2, yeah. Pikmin 2. I don't know if Donkey Kong works. Do you like just drum the nunchuck and Wii Remote up and down? Never tried it. I've been thinking about busting out Donkey Kong and playing I've played all the way through Donkey Kong. Really? Uh, no, Jungle Beat. Jungle yeah. Beat's the That's Donkey the Kong adventure one, yeah. one yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've played all the way through that with the Kong. Is that worth a playthrough? It's fun. <laughs> just don't do it. You can't do it too late because you're waking everybody up. You wouldn't try it out, Russell? No. Ah, it's fun. You wouldn't play it? Nope. Super Let's fun. hook it up and do it. I have no interest. Really? Nope. Because I still want to talk about Mario Aces. Oh, which Russell. I, back I thoroughly enjoy it. We're getting, we're hey, getting Russell. The ball's in your court. Hey! Because <laughs> I still haven't talked about the games that I've been playing. <laughs> I, I, well, we can lead into that with you then. I did thoroughly what enjoy the uh, 
the the term, tournament demo. The tournament. Um, and uh, I had a good time with it. Did you win? The, did you win the whole tournament? Nope. Getting there. The uh, <laughs> the power ups and stuff uh, did take some some getting used to. I didn't really like them to begin with, but I slowly did get into them, and it was a fun uh, Mario aspect that they brought into the game. And it is what it is. They there is that simple play aspect to it that they will most likely unlock during the full game, right. and that was fun, or that will be uh, a fun way to play. Um, but I found myself still wanting to play more, even with the power-up stuff. So I did play the tournament every day. Uh, made it to the semis the first time I actually got on the tournament. That's a hell of a run. And the my only real complaint with the game, besides the swing play and the simple mode not being available, is that the servers crashed constantly. Wow. Um, I would... It would load up my opponent. They would have three or four bars, and then by the time we actually got into the match, they'd have one, and it would just slow down and lag like crazy. Like what I encountered. Yeah, and it would do that, and it would. Uh, it did actually exactly what it did to you once to me. Um, I was serving. I aced this guy, and then he he got disconnected, so it gave me the point, and I was able to progress further. Um, I did get absolutely demolished by Rosalina one time. So Rosalina, whoever, whoever that person is, fuck you. Because uh, out in the nether sphere, I just—I mean, she charged up every shot, and I couldn't—I couldn't even hit the ball back. It was just nuts. Yeah. You think it was a real person or a bot? I think it was a real person that had just spent way too much time playing that demo. Could you tell by their name where they were or anything? Uh, I can't remember now because it was probably the second or third time I played the tournament. Um, but they definitely knew what they were doing. They knew how to do the power-ups and the charge-ups and stuff yeah. like that. So it is what it is. But um, I'm looking forward to it. It, I, it put me at ease with all the concerns that I did have for the game, and I'm going to pick it up day one. You're sure. craving some tennis, yep. Mario Tennis? Yeah, I'm loving it. No. I'm, I'm sad the demo is over. Good Mario Tennis, not that shitty-ass Wii U one. Yeah. I didn't I really agree. like the 3DS one, but Michael, you said you I love the 3DS one. The 3DS one was fine. Just kind of like the Mario one. Golf on 3DS was fine with me. Too. I like the 3DS Golf way more than I did the tennis one. Mm, I like both of them about the same. Tennis, it, The tennis one on 3DS was like no openings. It was just constantly... You would have these non-stop rallies. I don't know. <laughs> the AI <laughs> always knew where to go. Yeah. I was good at uh, it. Yes, like, yeah. yeah, I, I was playing on like Master Mode or whatever, like the hardest difficulty at one point. Really? Yeah, I was good at it. All right. I probably can do it now. Hey, when we play doubles, Michael's on my team on Mario Tennis Aces. <laughs> there we go. It'll be good. I guess. Well, I'm calling uh, Nadal. Russell, what else have you been playing? Oh, that commercial's great. It's amazing. It's have you all seen commercial. that one? No. There's a commercial with Nadal. Rafael Nadal. Oh, I saw the uh, I saw the YouTube trailer or whatever. We need more Mario in the real world. Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, did you see that tweet? Somebody was like, we need more Mario in the real world in everything. And the next post down was the poster for the Mario Brothers movie. No. They were like, <laughs> this is what you get. <laughs> they were like, no, not that. <laughs> Anything but that. <laughs> I was, Bob fine. Hoskins. I was fine with that movie, too. It was okay. It wasn't awful. Yoshi was like a Jurassic Park dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> and the Goombas looked totally stupid. With their tiny heads. Yeah. Somebody did an article on the development hell of yeah. that. And that was a pretty good read. Like Kotaku or somebody. Mm-hmm. They did a great deep dive into how bad that movie was as far as development hell. I just love how they have the gall to like have a cliffhanger ending. <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, they thought you really like, think this is going to be this good? We'll be back. They thought... I mean, you are look... Let's John be Leguizamo. Let's be honest. The best video game movie made to date, and I'm don't mean to take over. All right, let's go there. Let's Russell's go there with time, this conversation. It's probably going to be The Wizard. Nothing that compares to The Wizard. I like The Wizard, really? but it's not really based off of a video game, is it? Well, Mario Three, I guess. It, 
Just in general video game movie. Uh, in general video yeah, game movie. General, uh, based uh, off a game. You gotta based off of a game, you No, not based off of a game. I said, I said video game movie. I didn't say based off of a game. Video game movie, I'll agree with movie. you. I will uh, agree with you. Who's seen Tomb Raider? Tomb Raider comes out next week. The, it does. I thought about renting it. The second next closest is going to be The Last Starfighter. Nah. These are both stretches. Neither one is like based on a movie. I said video game movie, not based on a video game. It's two All different right. things. Alright, we're going to go with based on a movie. Based on a movie or based best, on a game? Best video game based on a game. Best movie <laughs> based on a video game. I'd have to say Mortal Kombat. The first one. The first Mortal Kombat is up there. I mean, that's some terrible that's CGI. A list. How long ago? Yeah, 93, 94? It's a long time ago. List. Yeah. Uh, I think you had high hopes for the Warcraft movie. I don't know that you ever saw it. I, I did, and I never even saw reviews. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you going with, Cesar? I don't like any of them. <laughs> yeah, Wreck they're, it, they're all pretty bad. Of references. But that's not based off of a game? Yeah. It's not. It's not. There's it's not been a good criteria. one. Did you ever see Tomb Raider, the new one? Yeah, it was all right. That might be the winner. That's the game you need to <laughs> By play. By default. Tomb Raider's so good. Because mm-hmm. I think it's that story. It's that origin story. Of no, I, you know what? I take that back. The best the best video game movie is probably Prince of Persia. Oh, no. I got one. It's I heard that was though. solid. That was actually pretty good. Prince of Persia was actually pretty good. Bayonetta Bloody Fate. That's animated, but I mean, it's still based off yeah, of the game. I think that comes up later on the PlayStation Sex list. <laughs> Russell's gonna cover that. He's so, like, "Don't step on his toes." If you guys haven't seen Prince of Persia, it is actually it, okay. It is. Yeah. It is actually good. Forgotten Sands. I wouldn't say good. Or was that the okay. game based off of that? I didn't say great. I said it was actually good. It's okay. It's worth watching if you haven't seen it. James Gunn and Gandhi. It's also written by the guy who mm-hmm. created Prince of Persia. Gandhi so, nukes everyone. He wrote the whole script. Yeah, it's alright. Do I have my copy of Gandhi? There it is. Gandhi is required watching. Oh, God. Too bad, too bad he was a hardcore ethnist. This is true. Because the rest of those movies you guys listen, 100% garbage. I'm just going to put it out there. So. Till we Prince get a Mario Kart movie. The best one. Yeah. Till we get a Mario Kart We all have high hopes for the Minion Studio doing the Mario movie, though, right? Yeah, it's animation. So. I'll watch it. That or the Sonic one. Surely they can't mess that up. Never. Was it James Martinson's in the Sonic one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it going to keep dying in that one too? Remastered. <laughs> James remastered. We're we going to get Urkel to voice Sonic. Cyclops. He was one. He could be <laughs> email Cyclops. He's super sad. <laughs> and then that one when Jean Grey died, and he just died in the third one. I was like, what? The- <laughs> blows him up. Oh, he was. God, that was an awful movie. Yeah. And one and two were so good. They were great. Were they? Yeah. The right, first two yeah. X Men movies were I fell great. As- I-, I kid you not, I fell asleep in the theater on X Two. That's the only movie I've ever fallen asleep on. Oh God, it was good. It started off great when they were attacking movie. the the X Mansion or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Then the the movie just the middle part of it is boring. Three was look, but they I had such high hopes for that. They yeah, redeemed themselves with Days of Future Past. That's okay? a good movie because they ended up racing three from the timeline. That is a good. Movie. Yeah, they oh, got, got rid of it. Yeah, well, you see it at the end. They got rid of it. Oh, you haven't yeah. seen it yet? Yeah, that's the best X Men movie. Seen, like, I've seen parts, parts of it. Yeah. yeah, I mean they cleaned up the timeline because Deadpool two they cleaned up the first X Men Origins Wolverine. They cleaned up the timeline in that one too. So. They got rid of all the shitty movies, and it's Still funny how they did it. Deadpool 2. I've seen Deadpool 1. And Solo. Russell, what else you been playing? We'll get out of our movie podcast. Um, play some more High Rule Warriors Definitive Edition. How Not a whole lot to that. Uh, did play some uh, couch co-op with a buddy of mine, friend of the podcast, which was actually a lot of fun. How did it perform um, co-op? <clears throat> Great. It was actually uh, beneficial in playing that uh, with somebody else, because... As things pop up so quickly on the yeah. screen, 
you had somebody there that could help you out and run to those random far off places while you were still doing the first thirty things that they. That's flashed. what you and Michael were doing. Your yeah, I was because because the AI people are fucking useless. Yeah, they're <laughs> they exist to be saved. That's the only reason. Did you play there. in handhold mode when you did co-op, or did you do docked? We did it docked. You did it docked. Yeah. I've read recently that uh, the handheld is 1080p rendered, so it takes a hit on frame rate. So I was just curious mm. how the co-op did. But you, I've watched you play handheld. Yeah. And it looked gorgeous. I love it. Yeah, I think I it was Digital Foundry went in and was checking it out with one of their in-depth videos. Yeah. So it was a good co-op? Yeah, it was great. What it was did he a lot think? of fun. What did your buddy think of he it? He really enjoyed it. Um, you know, We played it once because I said, you know, I just want to show this to you because he's a huge Zelda fan. He's actually helped me beat uh, the Water Temple on more than one occasion when I forget <laughs> where that last fucking key is every <laughs> single time. And uh, so I was like, you know, let's just play this real quick. Played the first level. He absolutely loved it. Mm. So we started. We actually wound up playing uh, both the Ocarina levels, and then the last level I had made it up to where you first fight Ganondorf. Um, the first time he shows up, uh, and he absolutely loved it. He appreciated so, the fun. fan service and all that involved, yeah. and the music. It was and a lot stuff. of fun playing the Water Temple and that sort of thing. So right. I just did that mission when we were downstairs. Actually. Yeah. It's a it's a fun mission. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fun concept. It, like there again, it's just enough Zelda with a bunch of hack and slash that it keeps things interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on fairly quickly, played some more Battlefield 1943. Still loving it. There's not a whole lot new to it, but it's fantastic, and I do love that game. Does it seem like it runs better on Xbox One? It does seem a little bit faster and in the same breath I'm going to say that I have run into a couple of lag issues um, I let's play I, that this week I let think, me know when you get on yeah. I want to play it again with you uh, I'm hoping that you know it's just from that port that they're going to resolve those issues as things move along uh, Played. I've also played a Tom Clancy game oh, yeah? um, I loaded up the division again because I absolutely love Tom Clancy's long division and that's a good game <laughs> <clears throat> It is long. <laughs> I really, really enjoy it. Uh, I actually bought it for Xbox One and PlayStation. I maxed out my character on Xbox One before all the expansions and stuff came out, and I'm actually working my PlayStation character for some random reason. You're this back guy. Back up. I'm, I'm that guy. <laughs> You're the Michael of uh, from Monster Hunter of <clears throat> Div- Long Division. So I'm back to playing that. Um, just decided to throw it in. I'll see what's happening, and I wound up spending about three or four hours on it. Um, it's a lot harder than I remember it being. Uh, I think they've kind of increased the difficulty a little bit. And I'm a little sad to say that uh, I tried to do the next mission that I was on, and it took me about 30 minutes to matchmake. Um, and oh, no. It just may have been the server I was Ouch. on. It may have been that particular mission. Which console was um, that? This is PlayStation. PS4. But it's also about one of the mid-range missions. And I imagine most people at this point in time are in in-game. Yeah, they're status. in the dark zone. That's the only place they, you know, worth going for high-level people. Well, they've released a new expansion with that open on the west tier. Oh, okay. And uh, or the west pier, excuse me. And that's actually what I was hoping to kind of explore a little bit of. But mm. um, there again, I'm only like 22, I think, is what I leveled up to. So, are you looking to see more <laughs> from Division Two at E3? Yes, I'm super, super excited me about too. Uh, seeing that on Monday mm-hmm. looking at the schedule Had Ubisoft yeah. Ubisoft uh, I'm very excited I'm wondering if they're going to take the same approach as Destiny and wipe the slate clean by uh, releasing a brand new game or if it's going to be kind of a measured expansion approach a la um, Warcraft so just we'll add see. to that universe yeah because no, nobody's pulled that off like Warcraft has yeah exactly 
And, uh, and a lot of people were pissed by the way that Destiny did it. It's the same yeah. game. You get to carry stuff over, but you don't get to carry anything other than the story over. And they told us it was going to be like a 10-year vision with their character and all yeah. that. Speaking of Destiny, did y'all see that Bungie got money from NetEase, that Chinese company, mm-hmm. to develop another IP? Yep. Really? Because we discussed on another podcast whether or not Destiny was owned by Bungie or Activision. It is owned by Bungie. Hmm. That's yeah. their baby. I think I think the deal is just the Activision gets the publishing deals. I Correct. Think it's only, and it's 10 years, I think. Yep. Yeah. And they're almost out of it all of a sudden. Interesting. Yep. So they got uh, NetEase is kind of like Tencent, the people that own a good stake in Epic Games, Fortnite, yeah. PUBG, that kind of stuff. There's a PUBG Fortnite lawsuit going on too but yep. I don't know if we'll dive into that because it's like Korean law and stuff but NetEase has funded the next Bungie project so I don't know if they're going to drop Destiny and and sell it to Activision or take it with them or develop something separate God, that would be a huge bust yeah. I mean Destiny hasn't turned out to be what they thought it was they just don't put enough into it I don't know where you go from there we'll we see. could have a whole podcast on fixing Destiny it's but, done. Uh, they they're finally doing what I should said they should have done with that when they announced with the expansion. So, with it being a, a Chinese conglomerate, do y'all think it might be a free to play type shooter? Since that seems to be number one type gameplay that they get, is that going to be some kind of maybe not mobile, but mm-hmm. think they're going to join the battle royale? Time will tell. Huh? A hundred Master Chief stump jump out of the. <laughs> There's a lot going on with Chinese companies. I mean, you, you saw the same with Bad Robots got their own game division now. So yeah, I did, I did see that. That's yeah. being uh, backed by Rose Tencent. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Who's backing up the game division? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? That's cool. It's exciting. He's a part of Westworld too. So a co-writer in that or producer? Yeah. Um, other than that, I've been playing Sea of Thieves. Finally got into the Hungering Deep. Uh, I was traveling a lot for work, so I didn't get to jump in as what? soon as I would have liked to. What? wasn't pushed back this time? Right! <laughs> we're going to drop it. Oh, but we're not going to drop it. So I saw a video about this <clears throat> Megalodon thing, and it looked scary. It was it awesome. It was like Jaws. So what did you What did you have to do to start it? Did you just wander into it? How does that? How does the Hungering Deep get triggered? Um, so you load up. Every time you load up into the game, you load up into a tavern and uh, so a hundred pirates drop into a tavern. Drop into a tavern, and there are bananas and cannonballs and all kinds of things. Uh, but there's a new person that's sitting there in the tavern that you can talk to, and they say, "Well, there's somebody that we've known is on this island, and you go to the island, and he spins you a, a tale about how he's the last uh, refugee of uh, a ship that was taken down by the beast, the great beast." And he lends the great a, uh, beast. He sends you. On, well, he gives you this horn where you can actually talk to other ships from a long distance. Mm-hmm. And he also sends you on a couple of journeys to different islands to find different journals that eventually leads you to a drum and another series of quests that you take the drum, uh, hit the beat, and you go to a certain section on the map and um, you summon essentially this megalodon. Are the clues laid out pretty straightforward? Is it something you had to look up in a fact? Um, it's fairly straightforward. I honestly, I didn't. Uh, I got the first couple of uh, quests done, and then there were a couple that uh, I went to some of the areas that I thought that the hints uh, and clues were suggesting. I didn't find anything, and I gave up. And about a week later, I was able to jump back on with some friends. And I've just kind of given up on the idea of actually fulfilling everything because the my crew that I jumped in with already had uh, everything had mm. already 
beaten the Megalodon several times, already had the drum, that sort of thing. So we were actually just sailing around, um, pirating or planning on just taking down whatever we could find, another mm -hmm. galleon, another sloop. We came up on a uh, large galleon that had a full crew, and uh, we're <laughs> we've got the horn. So we're blaring A Team and Dancing Queen and uh, uh, Africa by Toto. How do you do that? Um, so you just pull up the horn on your in-game character, mm -hmm. and we're all wearing headsets, and just somebody throws on the song and lets it play <laughs> through the headset. Nice. <laughs> so we've got Airwolf and, like I said, the A Team, and those other ones just blaring as we come barreling down on these guys, just cannons ready to go. And all of a sudden, we just hear back, no, 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 wait, wait, we're, we just want to do the Megalodon. Do you guys want to do the Megalodon? <laughs> we mean you no harm. Please, for help. Because one guy actually swam over, and we shot him in the water. And they're like, no, 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 we're, we don't mean any harm. We actually decided to join up with them. Okay. And uh, um, we, we sailed to the area uh, where the Megalodon was supposed to be. We started to summon it, and then the music cut out, and we never saw the Megalodon appear. We're like, what the fuck happened? Like, what, what is going what on? What did we do wrong? So, too much Airwolf. Yeah, pretty much. Too much A-Team. Um, so our, our their crew jumped on our ship, but two of our guys went with their ship and went off to the area where you have to start the summoning process. Okay. And so at this point, we're saying, you know, it's going to take a few minutes for them to get back to us and summon uh, the beast. And so everybody went off to take a bathroom break, uh, get extra drinks. Somebody went to make food, that sort of thing. I come back, um, and I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden the music just starts going. And it's Does it sound like Jumanji? Kind of, yeah, is actually that's really good because it's based off the drumming thing. So it's when you said drums, all I could think of was Jumanji. Either that or the uh, Battle of Blackwater Bay on the Game of Thrones when they start playing the drums and the guys come out of the ship. Yeah. Anyways, um, so here we are. There's two guys that are AFK on the boat that I'm on. There's me screaming. There's the fucking Megalodon. There's the, there he is. There he is. It's starting. It's coming back, guys. And they're way off in the distance on their ship uh, starting the summoning process. So <clears throat> the Megalodon is just attacking our ship over and over again. So the two other guys that are on my ship finally show back up. We're just putting uh, repairing holes in the ship nonstop and... And uh, the two other guys finally show back up. We just start slowly but surely uh, uh, throwing cannonballs at the shark and shooting it with uh, blunderbusses and all kinds of stuff. And, and we finally took him down. And it was it was actually a lot of fun. It was a good time. So um, it's it is it's a pretty good pretty good time. What's the reward for taking that thing down? Uh, you get some special stuff to put on your ship customization. Uh, we got a shark thing that we can put on the front. It opens up some different um, shark-based cosmetic things that you can do. And it's just a fun event because you get to team up with other people. Yeah, that video I watched was a lot of fun. Yeah. Because there again, back to this game is the the core. You're going to get the most fun out of it playing with other people. You were talking about the guy swimming across trying to do a truce or whatever. Is there any other way in the game to indicate, you know, hey, I'm not trying to shoot you. Can Let's you wave a together. white flag around or something like that? There um, we go. No. Parlay? The, the that was one of the complaints is people wanted a way to talk to other crews and you can only do that if you're really really close, close to them proximity. So that was one of the reasons that they introduced that horn mm. and two they force you to work with other people to draw out the megalodon because you have to have at least five people to start that whole quest. Uh, okay and you can only have like four a people raid. on a single team exactly yeah so it forces you to work with other people 
And uh, unfortunately, though, the, the only way to do it is either with the horn or to swim across, and you just kind of hope that then nobody shoots you. A lot of people will start dancing or playing music and that sort of thing. Uh, it is a lot of fun, though, as part of the game because you just never know. They could, even though they're dancing and playing music, they could shoot you, yeah. stab you in the back. <laughs> you know, because that happens. Well, uh, we have a pirate. That'll happen. You know, hey, guys, we don't mean anything. And all of a sudden, all, they're down below uh, checking out to see where you're hiding your loot. Mm -hmm. And if they think you've got enough, all right, they're going to just start slowly stealing stuff. Uh, and we've done that ourselves, so I'm not saying it's <laughs> the wrong thing to do. You're but, a pirate. Yeah, exactly. You're Guilty. pirates. So, but it's a lot of fun. And, uh, we should all definitely get on at some point. Richard, what have you been playing? I have been playing a lot of things. Uh, I was on vacation for the last week and a half. I actually put in a lot of Wii U time with uh, my cousins. That's their console of choice. And so naturally we dove into some Mario Kart 8. Which... Non-deluxe edition. Non-deluxe. Okay, so on the flight out, I played Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I'm trying to clear... I've cleared the 50cc and 100cc on gold with all wins, the three stars. So I was trying to do 150, and it seems like I would win like the first two or three maybe, and then get my ass handed to me in the fourth. Yep. I was like, Pfft. every time, because I'll restart that and just be done with it. So uh, we get out there, and they have the they have the Wii U. They haven't upgraded to the the Switch yet, because we played online with them a couple years ago with the Wii U, mm -hmm. and that's the most fun I've had in gaming in a while. Is these late night Mario Kart sessions. Mario Kart is the ultimate couch co op, trash talking set up modes and, and go to town type game. A great equalizer. Oh yeah. And uh, we found some new modes that I have never done before. Uh, Cesar and I got on a kick, I guess it's been about a, a year or so ago when we were playing Mario Kart. And that was before the Switch came out, wasn't it? So at least a year and a half ago? Yeah, it was. And um, it seems like everybody online, because we were playing online, split screen online, everybody online was picking either the dragon... Was it Dragon Raceway or something? The Dragon level. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Or Mount Wario. We always, always Mount got War. Mount Wario. So my cousin's favorite map is Mount Wario, <laughs> which is the downhill sprint all the way. <laughs> so there's one section in it that they call uh, Sunny Bono. I don't know if y'all uh, yeah. know that. Right? <laughs> mm -hmm. I know exactly where you mean. You know the part of the map? <laughs> so it would be this. We would play... Uh, we played a cup, you know, we played two out. or three cups, and then we would load up, we'd load up the, the custom map, we would do three rounds of Sonny Bono, and see who won Mount Wario, who, see who won the majority of those, and uh, we actually dove into the modes, like, way deeper, you can customize items that you get, uh, whether you have CPU in there or not, and we found a frantic mode, so frantic mode just gives you crazy ass uh, items, it doesn't give you bananas and things like that, it gives you stars and bullet bills and um, speed mushrooms, things like that. So we got to this point where we are playing frantic mode, easy CPU, and we would just do Mount Wario, which we call the Sunny Bono. And uh, somebody would be in the lead, and they would Sunny Bono in the trees and be stuck and lose. But, man, we had a good time. So I noticed after we played that on the flight back, I fired up Mario Kart again, and I was steamrolling the 150cc. I, was, I, I cleared three cups on the way back just playing. From having put in probably 20 hours of Wii U multiplayer. Uh, it's different playing that game because you don't get the second item. And I forgot how pivotal that is in the in the, mm. in the the Switch edition. Yeah. Where you can store an extra item. Because we always had defense. It was always the three of us. There were three of us playing. It was always three of us at the front. So having that extra, like, 
banana or not having that extra banana or shell or something just opened you up totally. And there was one round with my cousin where uh, he was rounding the very last, he was on the last stretch of one of the Super Mario Kart levels from um, SNES, you know, the one of the upgraded ones. Yeah. And he got blue shelled. <laughs> and I no. roared past him and I felt so bad. But that's happened to all of us where somebody gets blue shelled at the very end. That's how it goes, man. Fucking yeah. AI. Right. Uh, we also popped in some Halo Master Chief collection while we were up there. And at one point, there was four of us. Uh, my cousin, my cousin's son, and another cousin. And we were playing uh, Capture the Flag. The The youngest cousin, he's 10. And uh, he's only played Capture the Flag like one-on-one. I was like, man, let's try this mode. Let's try this mode. This is our favorite mode. Because we had Sidewinder mm-hmm. loaded up for you know Halo 1. And he's like, man, I don't like that. I don't like that. I was like, let's try it. Just give it a shot. You're on my team. Let's, let's go get the flag. Somebody defends. Somebody goes and gets it. He was hooked. That's all I heard the rest of the week. When are we going to play Halo? When are we going to play Capture the Flag? And we actually, the first probably four or five matches we played, we got our asses handed to us. It's best of, it's first to three. And we were getting swept. Three, 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 three. We never scored. We never mm-hmm. got the flag. But uh, he didn't get aggravated with it. He kept with it. And he was like, man, we got to improve. And uh, he was coming up to me when we weren't playing and talking strategy like, Listen, I think I think I need to stay. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Somebody has to defend. Somebody has to defend. Somebody has to go for the flag. Uh, Master Chief Collection is a little different from Halo One on Xbox because you get like five warthogs and two scorpions, and you have banshees. You have all these vehicles and stuff mm. right outside the base. And he would get tempted by that and start wandering out, and then we get our flag stolen. Yeah, yeah. piece of candy. We wouldn't be able to catch back up with it because it's just two on two. So if they took you out, you know, you would have to time killing them and them respawning to get their flag and get enough of a head jump to be running away from them after you kill both of them or you're just going to get killed in the back. Right. Because somebody has to defend. So we had a good time with Halo Master Chief. Um, we played a little bit of the of the campaign of the first one. And I don't know if his didn't update or if it's still bad net code or what it was. But even the videos, like, they were super choppy. Mm. We were playing um, Truth and Reconciliation. Mm-hmm. And the video leading up to that, you could almost count the frames as it clipped through. They were playing physical, but I know it had an install. Um, I just hope we hear some more at E3 about them fixing Master Chief Collection. That'd be nice. You and I tried to play Halo 1 co-op. Yep. So I and I beat 1 and 2 about a year and a half ago somehow. We mm-hmm. lugged through matchmaking and all that. I think yeah, you'll hear an update X patch and maybe a Reach edition, possibly. Something. Russell and I, we were unable to join each other's game on one. This has been about a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was super choppy, but we had fun with the capture the flag, and it never gets old. So you were playing against bots? No, it's two, two on two. Oh, you had uh, another one set up? Um, we played, he has a curved 4K TV, and we were doing the four-player split screen. Oh, okay. Myself, um, our cousin's husband, their oldest son, mm-hmm. and then our middle cousin was also over and, and playing four-player with us. So, it was just, it was it was Halo. It's, yeah. well, it's everything we love about Halo Couch Co-op. It's laughing, it's somebody with rockets, it's somebody, uh thinking they have a great sniper hole and getting shot with a pistol. Yeah. And, <laughs> and they don't. <laughs> it was just Halo, man. And uh, I want to do a Halo land party here pretty soon because it brought back those that same... Mm. And I just don't get aggravated with that stuff. It's so much fun when you get sniped or something and it's this guy next to you on the couch and he's snickering or you, you feel the couch start shaking because he's trying to laugh silently because he's sneaking up on you ready to 
elbow you in the back with a pistol or something. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you got me. Uh, I also tried the Mario Tennis Aces um, live tournament thing, and I gave my impressions on that. I kind of failed at the... I played majority the offline training mode, and I couldn't get the cover the distance to the ball thing down right. I either yeah, skipped I past it, or I went towards the net, or... I'm going to have to dive into that more, but it's, it's definitely a day one for me, too. The net code didn't seem to be that great because I got booted from that multiplayer match. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. On the plane up there, my oldest daughter, I popped in Poi for the Switch. Explorer's Edition. Explorer's Edition. Yeah, I that is it. a basic-ass platform. That is a Mario ripoff. But not even that inspired. No. I was, I was kind of just going through the motions with it. It's a... Yeah. I it's played a paint it. by numbers Mario 64 style game, mm-hmm. which isn't a bad thing, but it's just not very imaginative. So she was sitting next to me on the ride up there, and she saw me playing it. She said, "Daddy, I want to play." So I hand her the switch, and um, she fought with the camera controls a little bit. But I showed her how to jump, and it seemed like those things, those little goo things, would just spawn out of the ground. So she would wait for those and jump on their heads. <laughs> oh, they make that weird. Oh, that's a weird, <laughs> stupid ass sound. Boy, is a funky. You can game. tell it's one guy literally just going. Yeah. <laughs> Voice actor credit. Yeah. So she played probably thirty minutes of poi on the ride up there. It was just. Uh, it, I'm amazed at how intuitive she was because my kids haven't gotten much into gaming, mm-hmm. and uh, she really seemed to pick up the jump mechanic and was starting to get the camera controls. She didn't want to mess with that second analog stick for a long time. That was a super kids game, yeah. It is. Yeah. And she she would, you know, I died, and just start over. It's not like it docks you or anything. Mm-hmm. So Poi is kind of so-so. I don't know if I'll go back to that. And then uh, while I was on vacation with that same Wii U, popped in Breath of the Wild for Wii U, because I had yet to seen that. So I had yet to have seen that. And I have probably, I think my clock's at 85 hours on the Switch. And the Wii U, from what I could tell, my cousin wasn't quite to the first beast but he was about 20, 25 hours in. Mm-hmm. And the Wii U one runs significantly worse than the Switch from what I'm used to. I saw a lot of lag. Like I would pan the camera and do some jumping. And um, where he was at in the game, I, I didn't save over his game or anything. It just fired up where he was at. And he was at a stable. So I kind of wandered out and climbed a tree where I had seen some horses at and tried mm-hmm. doing the you know, the jump and float to the horse and land on them and train them and that kind of stuff. And I, I did get the horse, but I saw some major frame tearing and stuff like that. And again, it could be it's like a little Master rough, but it's still very It's still very playable, though. It's playable, but I could definitely tell, like, ooh, this is a different yeah. version. If you, never, is... if you never played it on Switch, it would be just as good to you. But, I mean, yeah, right. you're right. We have played it on Switch. So. For having so many hours and in my mind's eye, like, this is the way this plays. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's, the, that's the games I put in. Probably 30 hours of Mario Kart 8. We just had so much fun. We played every cup multiple times. We did some online, uh, you know, the two-player online, and had a good time with it. Sonny Bono was a, is a classic. That Mount Wario is just something else. We actually tried Mount Wario on 200cc. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> oh, man, you talk about a mad blitz. Because yeah. I was moaning the whole time. I was like, I actually won that one. I don't want to brag. And that was with CPU in it. But I was like, this is going to be too fast. There's no way we make this. Yeah, you and won by luck probably, didn't you? <laughs> I did pretty. I did pretty well on that one. I don't know if it's because I just picked the right places to do the yeah, boost. Yeah, or... you had to have. That's a. That's a. Oof. The only place I wiped out is when you're. I think it's right. Right after you go through the waterfall part, and there's a sharp right turn, and it looks like you're in a garage or something. 
I went straight into that gate, that uh, that guardrail <laughs> right there. Yeah. And that's the only place I wiped out at. Smack. So that's everything I've played. Right. We're good on that? We're caught up. Let's go to a little bit of news. If y'all ready. I'm ready. It's the week before E3, so there's been some things trickling out here it's and there. It's the day before E3 even, right now. It is. Yeah. We're recording on a Friday, so everything will get started tomorrow with EA's session. But first off, Russell actually found this. Uh, the PlayStation list has supposedly leaked. Russell, yeah. do you want to go over the PlayStation non-sex list that somebody <laughs> made? It's a very blurry photo, too. <laughs> it kind of is. It's that, it's that off-angle picture mm -hmm. of the like the supposed list. Yeah, I'll run through a couple of these. Uh, one of my buddies, Alan, friend of the podcast... Um, we sold him a Switch recently. <clears throat> we did, and he is uh, tired of us talking about it, and is tired of seeing things online because he is ready to get one. What's his first game? What did he get? Uh, I believe he got Zelda. That's probably the game to get. That's yeah. a good game to start That's with. That's the one to get. Yeah. He's super excited about um, Fortnite and Paladins. Um, and Also coming up in the news. Pokemon. <clears throat> Oh, he's, yeah. he's super pumped about the Pokemon. I think oh, that's, that got unveiled in between our last recordings, mm -hmm. wasn't it? Mm -hmm. All right, we got to touch on that. That's too. actually what pushed him over the edge, I believe. You want to talk about this, sir? That might be on our, some of our E3 ones. Once yeah, we talk about we'll that. talk. will actually be details. Once we actually mm -hmm. see it a bit more. But it looks like Pokemon Go. It's Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Pikachu and Eevee. Pokemon <laughs> Let's Go Eevee. Okay. Did you see that tweet with the uh, the names, the, the the future title for Pokemon? Oh, what was it? I need to. I need. I'll pull it up. Um, while you're while y'all keep talking, but it's so it's essentially somebody had. Uh, I'll find out who it is actually in a second. But keep keep going for now. Yeah, I'm gonna run through these pretty quick though. Um, if you think of something, just holler real quick. Um, Days Gone, which I think they announced something today about. Um, Last of Us Part Two. Days Gone got pushed back to 2019 February. It was already confirmed pushed back to 2019. Yeah, it was like last week. This, it they they just give a date because remember they the reason why it was the game was done, it says the calendar was full. They wanted to spread out the releases. That works. Supposedly we're gonna see some Last of Us Part Two gameplay. Uh, Splinter Cell Apocalypse. What do we think about that, Michael? You're the Splinter Cell guy. Man, I'm super excited. Apocalypse. I you mean, think it'll be the name? I don't know. I don't. And really would that be at Sony stage? You no, and Cesar are calling bullshit on this one. I'm going to call it, yeah. I, I think if that's going to appear on anybody's stage outside of Ubisoft, it's going to be uh, Microsoft. So, uh, Devil May Cry S? Five? I can't tell. I think it's five. It is five. I think it's yeah. five, too. Cinco. <laughs> that picture's super blurry. Yeah, it is. Uh, what else was on there, Russell? Rumored for a while, Yakuza too. 2. Kiwami. Yakuza mm -hmm. Kiwami 2, yeah. Uh, Shinmu 3. Some gameplay, yes. I would be so excited. Play PS2 and PS3 games on PS4. This is really intriguing. What yeah, do you think we get out of I'm that? I'm curious about that. Virtual console. console. Virtual well, console. We can't let it die. Well, somebody went back and remember they they hacked the PS4 and they found out it's just an emulator running those PS2 games. They're just doing an ISO jump dump. So, That's so they it. could just unveil. That's you, it. They could drop the emulator. Do you think we could pop our discs in and let it read it? According to them, they said it's possible. Because PS4 they, plays DVDs, right? Because yeah. if, if you have that, if you have that version of of the PS4 that's jailbroken, what they're working on now is to being able to pop your PS2 games and just run it through that emulator that's yes. built in on it. That'd so. be great. Oh God, that'd be great. But that'd be a good goodwill um, motion yep. too. Because Microsoft's be. been so big on backwards compatibility, we all have a ton of PS2 and PS3 games. 
That we do. What's the first PS2 game you pop into your backwards compatible oh PS4? Oh my gosh. That's or a, PS3 game. Dragon, Dragon Quest Eight. Okay. Just to see one. it, just to see if it upscales nicely. That's a good one. Cesar? It's only the Enders. There we go. It's a good mm-hmm. pick. Russell, what do you think you'd pop in? Warhawk. Oh! I would play some Warhawk. I'll piggyback it on Warhawk. I would play some Warhawk again. Did you too. look and see if you had a copy of Warhawk? I don't. All right, let me get you. I think I have an extra copy. I got you. All right. What else was on. on there, Russell? Uh, looks like we get a Death Stranding trailer that potentially may move into Hideo Kojima playing it. So an actual gameplay unveiling Hopefully. is rumored. Resident Evil 2 remake. Yeah, they talked about that a long time ago. Pretty so strong. It's about time. Mm-hmm. I mean, the website domain's been registered for Devil May Cry 5 and for Resident Evil Remake 2, mm-hmm. so we know those are coming. Eventually. Vanquish 2. Yes. That's out of nowhere. So excited. If that if that's a thing. And at Sony's show. Ah, I don't care who They've it is. They've been big on Japanese games. That'd be, that'd be there. Mm-hmm. Spyro Reignited launch trailer and gameplay. Yeah. That seems very likely. I've mm-hmm. seen enough already, but I got you. Kingdom Hearts 3 launch trailer. Yay. Also seems very likely. I'm in it to win it. Beyond Good and Evil 2 gameplay. Yay. They did that little <laughs> teaser a couple weeks ago, so mm-hmm. that, I could see that being a possibility. Potential trailer for Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater remake. That one's intriguing. Well, you, that rumor was, and I'm, I'm just going to be very brief, is remember okay. that uh, Blue Point was working on another remake, kind of like uh, Shadow of the Colossus. They said the the scope of it was larger than Shadow of the Colossus. Though. Which could you think you think Snake Eater? Well, I think Snake Eater definitely. There's a remake on there. Yeah, there's a lot more going on in that I think game. I mean, Shadow of Colossus is big, but it's very sparse. Yeah, but they totally redid that game. Yeah. That was a reimagining yeah. of that title. That, but if you, you re- think they're reimagining, I say Metal Gear is if more. If you redo dense. Metal Gear, that's going to be big. Is Konami yeah. spending that money? This Pachinko Konami? Are they spending that money? That's what they've been doing. I mean, you Metal guys, Gear Survive Konami. We got Zone of the Enders. Second run on second runner on PSVR with VR. You're right. And all That's four a possibility. So easy money. I think somebody somebody at Konami figured out that they were had bad will, and they're like, oh. What? All right, Russell. <laughs> this this last one brings me a lot of doubt, and it's only because of the wording. Yeah. Marvel Spider-Man new gameplay and trailer. Okay, not that one. It's probably the next one. <laughs> that, that's that's not going to happen. Gonna I'm see sure Spider-Man. that's confirmed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're definitely going to see Spider-Man. Uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. Specifically, what what is it saying that wording? Launch trailer. Launch trailer. Yeah, that that's my red flag. As this is bogus. How would we get a launch trailer for a game that they've said they've had to almost reboot? Yeah, new studio, everything. Unless they're doing it through their episodic content, like that we originally wanted to do, that'd be the only one. Even yeah. still, it's gonna be ten episodes long. They said it would be three. I think. Yeah, I know. That, I, I figure that's what they were yeah. doing, but I mean that that would have to be a lot of work in a short amount of time. So we also got, that's the rumored PlayStation show, uh, we also got Dead or Alive 6, and this was actually officially confirmed and announced, and we got a teaser trailer. That trailer was so good. It was. Yeah. I like seeing uh, Ryu. Yeah, Ryu fighting with Hayate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was ba- good stuff. Baby Ryu. So sorry, you saw a little bit more info about the Dead or Alive 6. I know it's coming to PC, Xbox One, and PS4. I think you said they are changing the content on it a little bit. There's going to be a little bit more... Well, no, they a said different you know, focus on it. There was some concern because I, you know, we didn't get the the volleyball game that Richard played. Uh, <laughs> oh, released in America. Oh, we definitely got the volleyball game because you imported it and <laughs> installed it on my PlayStation Four. Um, I mean, if you look at my trophy list, it's not on there. So 
And if you look at somebody it's on else's, my trophy yeah. list because it's your copy of the game and you popped it in. Yeah, you say it, I say it. Okay, go grab, go grab my copy and bring it to me. It's on your PS4. Lies. Like we're playing hot potato with this game. It's cool. I'll take a picture on my phone after your trophy list and just tweet it out to everybody. So we all know that you put your copy of your disc. Unauthorized in my PS4. Where's the proof? The game. Wow. Where's the proof? This is going. In a Where's the proof? Go get the game off yeah, the shelf. Where's the proof? Go force me to get my game <laughs> that you say I have. All Where's right. So proof? what is the non-volleyball Dead or Alive Six going to have? More jiggle physics? So according to this, and this is a quote from them, we wanted to make a more cool, mature Dead or Alive this time, and to that end, we made a conscious decision to make the characters less sexualized. It goes without saying that this decision is heavily influenced by the fact that the industry is moving away from overly sexualized female characters in general, but Team Ninja seems to have a concrete vision behind this shift in style. If you look at the game's concept art, you can see that Kasumi is no longer just a fantasy figure for young boys, she's a warrior. The female characters are still attractive, as are the men, but first and foremost, they are fighters. Mm-hmm. In Dead or Life 6, female characters' breasts no longer jiggle, bounce in an exaggerated fashion that seriously become increasingly known for, and the costumes we have seen so far are less revealing. Female characters are depicted in a more natural way, which makes them feel more human and believable than before. Yeah. And that was his quote. I mean, the trailer had four dudes and two girls. It had uh, Helena and Kasumi. Which is not very Dead or Alive-esque. And neither one of them was, uh, you know, that... They weren't dressed weird or anything like that. They actually looked legit. Like fighters. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, was it Itagaki? Was the Dead oh, or Alive yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is gone, correct? Correct. He is not leading Team Ninja anymore. No. So they could easily go in another direction. Yeah, I mean, those fighters are actually pretty good. I mean, five, I don't I, I don't really care for it as much as I did, like, say, three or I know that even. content for five was coming out forever. Yeah. We got it on two platforms. Forever. There were two generations. Is that got a confirmed release date? Uh, what, early 19, 2019? Next year. Yeah. So more dead or alive. Uh, there's a Fallout 76 announcement that came out. I think a new Fallout game was kind of rumored. And we didn't get many details about it, just that uh, the Fallout 76 uh, vault has been mentioned in a couple games before as, like, the first one to be, what was it, Fallout 6 would be the earliest game in the Fallout timeline. This is from Mm. CNET. Uh, Previous games mentioned Vault 76 as one of the earliest bunkers to be open. So that was 20 years after the bombs dropped. And the rumors from a Kotaku story is that it's more of a survival and base building type game versus... Fallout 3 or 4. I know my wife dove pretty deep into Fallout 3, and she enjoyed New Vegas as well. Uh, do you think we could see any other Fallout announcement? Bethesda's been pretty close with Nintendo here recently. Could you see 3 or 4 or New Vegas coming to Switch? Yeah, I could see it happen. Yeah, I saw that Shelter just got pretty much announced for PS4. So. PS4 trophies? Mm-hmm. I thought Fallout Shelter was already on PS4. Mm-hmm. Just mobile? Mm, I think it's on Xbox too. It was on Xbox, and I think really they were yeah. asking if it was come on PS4, and they couldn't clarify because they said all they did was ported the Xbox version over to I meant the Windows version over to Xbox mm-hmm. from the Windows Store. So more Fallout coming up, and Bethesda's show is Monday night, correct? Sunday night, Sunday night at nine thirty or time, twelve o'clock or time. Yeah. Sunday, Monday, depending on where you are in the world. Time zones, Sunday night. Was the least thing I care about from Bethesda. I know it's like an unpopular opinion. But oh, I, the Mrs. Loves Fallout. We'll be like tuned Fallout. in for that. Just, she has a Fallout shirt and everything. I'm just like, uh, I got her the uh, Vault Girl with the yeah, helmet on and the blaster. And I just do not give two shits about Fallout at all. <laughs> she likes the first person exploration, but the VAT system. 
where things can be running at you and you slow it down and pick out what body part gets blown off and she could never get used to that just, you didn't like the vats vats is it fine. almost was turn based i didn't play it long enough to to get into it i played all of maybe like six hours and then wolfenstein came out fallout 4 or no battlefront came out like the next day after i got yeah. it and i never just never i think the back. aesthetic just kills it for me but yeah all right, so the next leak is uh, Just Cause 4, and that was also one of the Walmart Canada leaks we discussed a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Walmart Canada seems to be dropping the ball, hitting the nail on the head. Whose capital is Ottawa? <laughs> Russell's playing trivia. You didn't mention that on your games played. <laughs> trivia. Should have HQ brought it up game. now. <laughs> 35 minutes later. All right, so what's our Just Cause barometer? High, low, high? I never even got around to three that much. Which one did they give us free on Xbox? Was it Xbox gave us a free one? Two. Just Cause 2. Alright, so we'll find out more about that later. Uh, For, it seems like, the third or fourth straight year, a new Assassin's Creed was leaked via merchandise. So there was a little keychain that came out that said Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is the highly anticipated follow-up to Super Mario Odyssey. And uh, it's going to seem like it stars in the the Greek time period, so sorry, you want to add something to that? No. (laughs) <laughs> Assassin's Creed Black Ops Black Ops Odyssey yeah. so we'll find out more about Assassin's Creed Odyssey potentially when Russell for Ubisoft's conference uh, Eastern time for our make, Eastern time uh, for Eastern it's going to be 4 o'clock p.m. on Monday 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 uh, Michael there was a Sonic Team Racing game teased I think I have that name right yeah yeah. It's another sumo <laughs> digital racing game. A lot of people like Transformed and Sega All-Stars. I really like the first one. I like the second one to a not as big degree. So the first one was better. Which one had the Panzer Dragoon levels? Was that the second first? one? The second one, Transformed. The second one to me has better levels. Okay. The first one has a better cast of characters. I am disappointed in this so far. What I've heard, the rumor is that it's all... It's just Sonic and his idiot friends. It's not like... <laughs> it's not cat. like... It's all Sonic stuff. It's not like uh, Sega history like the previous two have been, which I hope that's not the case. I hope I'm misinformed on that. But uh, if it is, then I will promptly... I'll still try it, but... Right. I don't know, man. I like having, uh, you know... uh, What's the guy's name? Uh, Joe... Whatever. Murasha from Shinobi. That guy you can play as. uh, Vice from Skies of Arcadia. You had Ryo Hazuki from Shinmu. In the first one. I mean, you had all this, like, history... And you know, and I'm just like it was that's a celebration awesome. of Sega, and now this is a celebration of Sonic. Yeah, beat from Jet Set Radio. Like Sonic's cool and all, but like you have all this cool stuff we barely hear anything from. Like get like you know the one chance it has to like breathe. You're like no 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 get get back in the box. Right. So we'll give it a chance. We'll see what it's all about. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we're also getting a tease via Twitter of a of Metal Wolf Chaos. This was a Japanese only Xbox game, but we were watching some videos in pre production. It was mostly in English. Yeah. So a lot of the... Yeah, it's like you play as the president, I think, actually. It's an over-the-top sort of action mech thing. (laughs) It looks cool. It's like something you've seen from Platinum Games versus from software. There you go. And we never got that here. And I think it's a pretty highly sought-after import game. Mm -hmm. Um, Devolver Digital is teasing that one. Do we know when their show is? I'm not sure. It's not on this page. Yeah, we don't have it on our little master sheet we have. Uh, if you know when the Devolver Digital Show is, please email Russell, uh, nofodcast at gmail.com. You can send him what time that show is at. 20 minutes from We'd now. like to know. All, all your corrections, as a matter of fact. We don't get a whole lot wrong, but if we do, send it to Russell, nofodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Twitter, nofodcast, Instagram, 
Evolvers, Sunday, June 10th. There Sunday. you go. All right, no corrections needed. Stand down, <laughs> internet, <laughs> yeah, keyboard exactly. warriors. Russell was not prepared. Stop typing. It is uh, actually... <laughs> you are not prepared. Holy hell, it's after the best, though. On Sunday? Yeah, yeah. it's 8 p.m. Pacific time. Oh. Fun. I think they did that last year, didn't they? I think I stayed up late and watched both of those back to back. I watch everything. Devolver's kind of slipping into that AAA status like Bethesda did. Maybe not? Double A? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see where they go. I'm picking battery sizes yeah, now. So. Battery size. <laughs> C. Yeah. C series. Yeah. All right, so there was a Switch leak. Uh, it was like a slide was, was shown off. Um, and one of the games has actually been confirmed, so that adds a little bit of, of credit to this. So Fortnite apparently is coming to Switch. So the slide leaked Fortnite, and there was also a eShop update that had Fortnite included. Did you all see that? Yeah, with the icon. Yep. So Fortnite's probably coming to Switch. Paladins, which Cesar describes as like Overwatch. It is like Overwatch. I was looking at gameplay. I was like, yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> like that's confirmed for June twelfth, and that's like a some kind of early adoption, early adoption skew, so that. There's a free-to-play one coming later, but you can you can buy it early and get a Paladins on the go. Overcooked 2. I never played the first Overcooked. Mm, that's pretty fun. I heard it can make or break friendships. I played it on uh, Xbox Co-op. I know that finding people to play with is difficulty, but I mean, you and the missus can play. I think it would be a lot of fun. I've tried to sell her on it before, and she was not interested. So yeah, it's fun. It might be something we have to like start up and yeah. see what we think of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Killer Queen Black for Switch. Killer Queen is an arcade I heard it described as like a capture the flag 2D type thing. So it's not a queen song? <laughs> Killer Queen. So that's coming, supposedly. We'll find out more in the next coming days. Uh, just a couple things left on the list. There's a currently a PlayStation Days of Play sale. There's a new PlayStation Slim SKU that you can get that's really cool looking blue with does the PlayStation cool. logos on the top. I need a PlayStation Slim but I don't, I don't, yeah. Not that bad. It looks too cool. And it's not discounted. It's only $50 less than the Pros right now because you can get a PlayStation Pro for $340. I want one to travel with, but I'm just like, I'm not about to get a fancy one to travel with. I'm going to yeah. get like a one I can scratch up and not care. So there's a lot of games on sale. Uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. I already jumped on Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition. Mm-hmm. Neo. Neo's 20 bucks. Everyone should play that, I think. The Drake Collection's $10 on mm-hmm. on PSN. That's probably the best $10 you can spend on PS4, I would Evil say. Evil Within 2 is uh, 20 bucks, I believe, too. So that's, that's another one I recommend. Good price drops. God of War's 50 I think, everywhere. Mm-hmm. We, we can get it for 40 with friend of the show, Best Buy's newly disabled <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gamer Club Unlocks yeah. program. Uh, Resident Evil uh, DLC is half off. It's 15 bucks. It's a 30 for the season pass, which is a good deal. That is a good one. Uh, Xbox is also having a sale. Oh, you can get PlayStation Plus for 50 I think, this week. Mm-hmm. So that's $10 off normal. Uh, Xbox is having an E3 sale. they got a lot of titles on there. I think the Xbox One S consoles are $50 off right now. All of them are. Even all, the X. Of the, all the systems? Mm-hmm. Okay. Even X. So there's some good bundles to be had. Mm-hmm. And uh, Russell is a big fan of Xbox's Game Pass. That's how he's playing Sea of Thieves. And right now you can get uh, six months for, is it $30? Yeah, half off? Yep, yep. Yeah, which isn't bad at all, and that, that opened you up to a lot of... I saw they were adding original Xbox games, I think. You can also do a yeah, Game Pass Kotor. and a Kotor's on there. Xbox right. Live. It's only a dollar. Okay. So Is that for new subscribers? Yeah, for new or? subscribers, one dollar. So that's not bad. And uh, we are recording on Friday, so E3 will be starting tomorrow. Who's up tomorrow? Is it just one? 
It's just EA. Tomorrow is EA. So we're going to see FIFA yeah. and Cesar is hoping for a Mass Effect trilogy remaster announcement. Okay. Uh, tomorrow is uh, Sunday, right? Tomorrow's Saturday. Tomorrow's Saturday. Saturday. Wow, I'm tripping. Tomorrow. All right, never mind then. Don't wish Sunday. away our weekend, Michael. We worked hard for this. Well, it says EA is Sunday on this says page. Says the guy that just came back from vacation. Hey, man, I'm, I'm living the dream. Let me have three more days. I'm not ready to give it up yet. I'm trying to get back on Eastern Time Zone stuff, too. I already have difficulty with time zones. Man. That's an understatement. Uh, Amen to that. You and Cesar are both. So we'll have E3 coming up. Our next podcast will be E3 uh, Breakdown. Like I said, we'll probably split that into two shows. We'll see what kind of content we have going. Um, it's a pretty busy month, and we've kind of been scattered about. And I know two of the four of us are going to be doing a lot of travel here recently. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to have a June Game Club game, unless y'all had something that, that came up that it's already June 9th, so... I'm just scrambling to get caught up before all this new stuff comes out that I wanna. I'm gonna. Yeah, wanna what play. do you guys think? Just take a chill pill on June and just catch up on stuff. Yeah, we could take it's a break. E3 is a lot of stuff going on. It's on a whole lot. Well. Yeah, we'll just kind of we'll hang out on FIFA June. In honor of the World Cup. There yeah. we go. World Cup's coming up. It's <clears> gonna <throat> tie up a lot of uh, a lot of our time here. It's so. a lot of free time. <laughs> it will not tie up any of my time. Michael's missing zero <laughs> sports. He's missing zero time. So we will catch you guys next week with hopefully two E3 episodes. Uh, do we want to end with a question? Are you all ready for some randomness? Did you have a question? I did. If I can get to it without Siri interfering with me. Let's see what we had. Actually, I don't have a question. I deleted it somewhere. Again. Two, second time. I've been doing that a lot, right? This is a question. Why does Richard keep deleting? No. I started looking up Fallout news, and I think that's what it was. Yep. That happens. Wait, here we go. Here we go. I highlighted something. Oh, snap. More randomness. Great. Oh. Hmm. What was it? It wasn't any of these. Someone fill some time with something. You can just do a cut. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> what is... Y'all ready for this? You ready for randomness, Cesar? Y'all ready for you this? In? No, no. What is the no, weirdest no. thing you've ever eaten for breakfast that is not a breakfast food? Like what have you woken up, made, heated up, whatever, etc., for hmm. breakfast? That's not a normal breakfast food. So that's kind of hard to answer because most of the things I eat aren't breakfast food. I'm going to go first with this because I just did this uh, while we were visiting with relatives. We had a low country boil, which consisted of corn, sausage, potatoes, shrimp, uh, all boiled in Old Bay seasoning. Hmm. So we had some leftovers of that. And that actually I had, sounds good. For breakfast... It's just a little different because there's a certain breakfast type smell that you wake up with, and it's not normally shrimp and Old Bay. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a little different, but uh, I'm the kind of guy like I like cold pizza. I can have pizza mm-hmm. one night and wake up in the fridge mm-hmm. and just and just, that's a common thing. You can't eat cold pizza. Hot pizza. Oh man, only. I had a slice of cold pizza up there too, and it was that one I was telling Russell about mm-hmm. pre-production with uh, olive oil and mozzarella and sweet onions. My goodness. Warm. It was delicious. So you don't do cold pizza. I do not do cold. All right, so that's mine. What have you guys had? What random breakfast have you enjoyed? Maybe it's not been here. Maybe it's been on the I really road. I really keep track of my breakfast, but I want to say I've on several occasions I've had like leftover Chinese for breakfast, just because that's it was, a popular one. Just because it was there. Did you, you eat know? it cold? No. Cold Chinese. What sort is of really savage is eat? It can be. It can be. It can't. If, the, if, the if rice, it's like rice, yeah, if the rice hasn't like, dried out too but much. But but if it's been in the refrigerator, it's dried out. 
Potentially. It, it, it is at my house. Oh, well. <laughs> put some soy sauce on there, just a little bit, mix it up, put it in the microwave for 40 seconds, it's good to go. What do you guys think? Russell sauce or anything? I'm going to have to go with actually some of our experiences in watching football. Um, I believe that oh. the first time that we yeah, had, we tried an English breakfast. Mm. I remember this. Don't it bring weird. it up. Don't bring it up. I loved it. Mm. I loved it. Mm. I'm going to only say two words. Nope. Two words. It Richard. rhymes with Lud Udding, doesn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's blood sausage. Oh. I, I thought it was actually that. really good. I thought it was actually really good. Oh, Baked man. beans, um, over easy egg. But I, I think that was one of the uh, better breakfasts that I've had that I was not expecting to be good. Cesar, <laughs> <laughs> anything? I'm just going to go with uh, some salmon and uh, spinach. <laughs> salmon and spinach. Mm-hmm. So right, you're Popeye. sticking with the fish, the weird. Fish is not normally a breakfast thing. Mm-hmm. No. We're going to agree fish is not for not, breakfast. Not unless you live in Japan or something like that. When they... Or from the south of the United States and you have shrimp and grits. Shrimp and grits oh, is yeah, the yeah, bomb. That, that's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go eat breakfast food. I'm ready now. Yeah, 12.45. Well, it's probably next breakfast day already, already, isn't it? Yeah. It is time for breakfast. <laughs> it is. All right, thank you guys for joining us. This has been episode 14 of the No Podcast. We look forward to talking to you all next week about E3 stuff. Mm. It's going to be an exciting week between now and then. And we'll talk to y'all next time. David is joining us. Adios. Sayonara.